I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360... <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special. You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360. The way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people who actually just do it. It makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes it cool. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, g'day, g'day. Welcome to Supercoach360. It is your boy Jazzy J live from the Coach's Box for a Tuesday. Once again, we're a little bit late, but uh, no later than usual, or I suppose what you've come to expect from us here at uh, Supercoach360. We've had some tech issues tonight, but we do have a massive show for you. I'm joined in the Coach's Box, of course, by Bergs81, the Constar, and Guy James. Say g'day. It's cracking. How's your week been, fellas? Good, yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Been a bit busy, but uh, you know how it is. Tearing apart Supercoach teams, etc. On the show tonight, guys, we're going to talk about our dream teams. You guys all put your dream team together? Yep. Yeah, oh, guy, love it, nodding, start it, nah, cons just straight up, no, perfect. Um, we want to talk about a draft, because I believe we're going to get into that uh, this year. We've got our live questions, Berks has got a bag for us, uh, we've got all the usual stuff, uh, we're going to do some trivia, uh, and we've got a special, uh, we're joined on the podcast for a special chat uh, with Wilfred Z, otherwise known as Catfish, from the Supercoach Champions. Uh, but first off, I want to just cr- uh, quickly go over the ring for a review. So uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, the good people at uh, supercoachchampion.com uh, or NRL Supercoach, 
Supercoach Championship rings on Facebook uh, have donated us a 2021 NRL Supercoach Championship ring for us to give away to one of our lucky listeners. Uh, and it's really, really simple how you go into the draw for it. All you have to do is find the podcast link uh, or search Supercoach360. Go to Apple and leave us a review. The best review before Team List Tuesday uh, is going to get the ring. Uh, it'll be decided by us uh, in the lead up to TLT. So get cracking, find that link and leave us a review, please. We've had a few uh, already left and there's some absolute crackers. Um, you know, don't blow smoke up our ass. So give, tell us how it really is. But uh, just make sure you head over to Apple and leave us a review there. If you want to get your hands on this awesome Supercoach Championship ring from the good people at Supercoach Championship Rings on Facebook. So, boys, 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 boys. Last week, we talked about our teams. How much have you pulled yours apart this week? Bugger all. Bugger all. Good, because I'm pretty much in the same boat. But I dare say there's going to be a bit of a heavy lifting going on after tonight's episode. I've just had a bit of a hectic week. I've gutted mine. You've gutted yours? Yeah. Oh, really? Why? What have you done? Because it was terrible. I wanted some money. You wanted some money. some money. What did you need the money for? Can't say. Better people. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit of a... I just was looking at it and it just... I wasn't happy. Like I said last week, I just threw it together because I didn't have gold. So I didn't have the luxury of tinkering with my team in the off-season like you. Um, lotto winners. But... So I just threw it together last week. But this week, I had a, I've had a few things a few things about things. I've got money sitting there so I can get Teddy back if, if I can eventually afford it. But Did your head still hurt? A little bit. Little bit does hurt because you can't have them all, but you don't want to miss out on none either. And I think there's a few good cheapies like in amongst the ranks, if not middies, that are going to go up, you know what I mean? And a couple of them in key positions where you just want to solidify early. So I don't know, do I roll the dice on you? I rolled the dice last year a couple of times and I fell up short. Oh, snake eyes. A couple of times, and it, it cost me, especially early on when everyone's in the hunt and you're there trying to readjust shit that you knew you shouldn't have done anyway you know what i mean so this year i'm going to go about things a little different but yeah i've fully gutted me team fair enough you you done yours yeah a couple of changes only a couple of minor ones still um yeah i'm quite happy where my money's spent um i just got to feel i've got to wait for team list to get more or closer till then to get more of an indication of minutes and stuff like that Ultimately, that's the D-Day. The trials might give us a bit of an indication of where we're going, but TLT will decide most of it. Oh, like we say, like we'll say for the next six weeks, without TLT, we, everything we say is speculation and hearsay and whatnot. We don't even know who's in teams. You don't know if there's restructures. You don't know if someone's put on 20 kilos, whatever. Look at you, exactly. <laughs> like You've gone from winger to, like, edge <laughs> in just a couple of weeks, like, so, it's one of them things like we don't you don't really know early like you know who's going where when they're the premium player in their team. But well, it that, is. that can lead us into the first segment because although it's hard to speculate about cheapies and players who um are getting, maybe going to get some more game time, what you can do is think about your dream team and the team or the guns who you want at the end um, to finish with. So, we thought we'd run through positions and each of us are just going to give our top ones that we'd want to finish with and see where we differ from. So, 
Hold on, before we jump into that, can I just quickly say g'day and good evening to Ross Mann, Mark Hindle, Timmy Mack, Kevin Nimmit, George Buzrick, uh, Chris McClellan, <laughs> Ashley Roman, Scott Smith, Peter Elza, Michael Carver, Les Dorman, Barkworth, Andrew Harrington, uh, sorry, Andrew, Andrew Barkworth, Rick Harrington, uh, Michael DeLeggy, Les Dorman and Saxy, who have already joined boys. in the comments. Saxy. So, boys, leave your questions, leave your comments. We're going to try to stay a bit on top of the pace tonight. Throw your dream teams in if you got there. Who are your must-haves? Okay, let's start with that. So, uh, you said we're going to go position by position, Guy? Yep. yep. Well, what are we starting? We're starting the front I'll or the just back? Firstly, firstly, I'll say good evening to the Rickster. Um, Rickster. Yeah, so special we'll shout-outs from all the boys, Rick. Look at you. We'll start Harrington's off with Hooker. We'll start off with Hooker and go down. Start off with Hooker. All right, so... So, it, top two who you'd finish with, for me, obviously mine was pretty simple, Cook and Grant. Um, what about you, boys? Look, if Smith's there, I'll oh. keep him. Yeah, 100%. I'll be honest. Like, just the way he finished and because of who he is. You can't not. Um, and if he goes to the Titans, especially with all them big units You think he'll him, play 80? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think I think for at least this season he will, he's and then he'll probably on to play forty minutes. No, he nah. don't, he's he's not either. He's not a half-assed dude, and from like all things. So where's me train? What's me train gonna do? Nothing. Watch, learn. Watch how to do half a good job. That's it. Yeah. Learn, and if like, he's lucky, Queensland come in and Cup play. Me train, sorry, Mitch. He, he'll play. He'll play, or he might come in and play a fourteen utility role, I the same way Smith and stuff has. Like nah, that's how you learn. He has that explosive. Who's the kid? Impact. Who's nah. the young fella up there? Oh, he's the one. That if anyone, they'll be looking to pair up with Smith. That I think Mitch Rain's a bit old to be learning much off Smith. There's that young fella. He's Tanner Boyd. He's the utility while looks a bit at the moment, yeah. but. He's kind of a halfback, I think. Aaron Clark. Aaron Clark. He played a few games last year. So, if they really, if they want to focus on, especially building up that forward pack and hanging on to them a long time, maybe they do need Smith to come in and show these young fella, or maybe two young fellas, and attract some attention from the Queensland people to go there. You think they'd be able to afford him with David Fafita and Ash Taylor and? I think they've got money. money. I think yeah. I think dollars there, ready to go. I yeah. think don't you get it? Don't you get it already? You get a discount because he's played X amount of years nah. f- football. Nah. nah, is that just cause when you're I at think one, it's club? one club? All right, yeah, I don't even know if that's a sure thing at the moment. Oh yeah, with all the money changing, I think they've looked. In at saying it, but that, I he made it, he's made his money. Like I can see him going there, like not on bare minimum, but I can see him going there for a decent price. Fair enough. Eight hundred thousand is good enough. I like, think. Bro. He'll probably get a mentor role after his career's finished and whatnot because he's going to live up there. So, Is oh. he in your dream team? Kim Smith? Yeah. If he plays, absolutely. But if he don't... He's number one. If he don't, then I've got I've got Appy Grant. If Appy stays fit all year, I don't know, just, just to be different because everyone's going to have the Cook-Grant Cook combo. I've got yeah. Cook-Grant if there's no Smith. Arpy for me, he just doesn't run the ball enough. I'm a big fan of Arpy. I love the way he tackles and how he plays the game. But I just, for me, he just doesn't take enough runs with the ball. Well, I don't know Cook if he had a Grant, pre-season. Cook and Grant and even McInnes now, because he plays a bit of lock, they all have a lot more runs per game. And that boosts the chance of offloads and oh, no, line I'm, breaks and tackle bra. I'm, I'm with you on Arpy, I think. Well, I'm not sure how much pre-season he got last year with Hughes. I think he came from merely broken as shit. Well, and, and then more importantly, he was broken at the end of last year, and I think Panthers not will have put a lot. Not that badly, though. No, not that badly, but enough for him to ease up knowing he had to get through finals in case they made it to the big dance, and they did. 
And but I that's think the thing with such a small body, how he puts his body on the line is that those injuries for him, it's, it's like, you know, it's, chances of it happening is a lot higher than other players. Mm-hmm. But for me, you know, Cook scored, you know, 12 centuries in the last four years, you know. Yeah, you yeah. can't go past it. He's also got them 30s. Well, Arpy's got him too, mm-hmm. but uh, look, I just like Arpy as the pod. I just think this year, if, if anything, he might go up a, up a level with the game change as well. He loves having a run. And the, and the leadership aspect. He's definitely one of the senior players out on that pitch now. So it's a question of, you know, like, is he going to step up and lead? And I think he will. I think you saw that last year, man. Like, he was a driving force behind Penrith's success. I think his big thing is his durability. As the season wore on, his scores slowly dipped and dipped and dipped more and more. So yeah, I don't he had think those by the scores. end of his the year... His base is not as high as... No, but he was, he was, he's going to be where the other ones are. He was nursing an injury towards the end That's of last I mean, year. That his durability is yeah, not... All right. Can you say, could on. you what start about you? Was it, Were they in yours, Josh? Yeah, yeah, I'm going probably Appy Grant or Smith Grant, I dare say. Otherwise, well, I might go Pod if everyone's going down that road, if Smith's there, and go Smith Appy. So I mean, you, look, I'll be you, honest. You my dream team is hooks. going to be the two best hookers at that point. I'm going to have a real good look at the draw for the tail end after the second buy, and I'll be watching Origin form, uh, obviously, pretty hard as well, because it, it's going to be an Origin player. You boys aren't a fan of Cook. I don't. I thought you bought him in last year. Jimmy, I, but I, look, I had him the year before, at the start of the year, when he went on that good run. But then he went sort of quiet. And last year, I felt like he was sort of a bit caged. Now, if you think about the way the game is now, he should benefit from this. His speed and his agility and the extra fatigue in the game should come into Cook doing real well. We didn't see that translate a bit more towards the end of the season. But it was almost too little, too late for your super coach. Well, he touched on it last year and said, "Like, and this is actually what sort of swayed me away from Cook, to be brutally honest." Because, like I said, I went back and did a couple of the podcasts from last year, but I listened to that one where you, you said he's too fast for his team. You know what I mean? And if they do end up fucking around with the the Arrow Murray thing and put Arrow back to an edge and uh, uh, Murray back to an edge and whack Arrow there at thirteen, there's no one to keep up with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then he's just standing there in limbo. Yep, he's got your line break, but nothing to come with it. Yep. There's no try. There's no try assist. There's no... Well, sometimes he doesn't get stops. the line break. Sometimes he just gets the defensive line and just turns around in circles for a minute, wait for everyone to catch yeah, up. Yeah, and like, don't get me wrong, he's a great player and shit. And, and I can see Souths doing well, but Souths also have strengthened. Latrell will be better for it, so he'll, he'll command more ball. And the ball, it's not just about cookie... Running so much, yeah. But if South see, oh, I think if Souths do do better, which everyone thinks they're going to be a top four, he's going to score better than previously. You look last year, even though you think he had a bad year, he still averaged over seventy for the season. It was before, his lows before, that were bad. Before worse that, than... he still averaged seventy five the year before that and seventy seven. I, I, I think as long so, as Murray stays in the middle and Jai Arrow can say eight or continue 10. on. Yeah, prop and get a few fast play to balls. I think Cookie will still be Oh, he's a genuine looking then. But, it, like, you don't know. Well, like you, you can only have two. That's the Everywhere you read's different. And they say, oh, he's going here, he's going there. They do this, they do that. Yeah, Cam Murray is a better 13, especially for the way the game's played. Yeah. But they spent big money on Jairo to come there as a lock. No, I think he's coming as a prop. You think that's what he's come yeah. as? 
And well, if you look at that, he's no good then because Wayne don't play his props for 65, 70 minutes. Well, Murray gets 65 minutes yeah, and he's I'd, their best player I in the team. Yeah. I still don't mind Arrow 8. I think 8 and 13 is very similar. They both play in the middle. I can see but Arrow does he maybe get, getting 50 minutes. Does he get the minutes to keep That's up his problem. PPM? Well, right? he only needs to get 55 minutes to be relevant. He'll average to, over 60. To be relevant or just to, to maintain well, his average? Like yeah, it doesn't keep him You don't want a bloke echelon. going Well, he's up. only 470. I know, but that's what I mean. And then he's got the chance of playing more than 60 minutes. You know what I mean? Souths mm-hmm. don't have any big men in the middle. It's a big risk. What's our next position? All right, so next. Hold on, just, 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 yeah, just, just before we move on. Uh, Rick Harrington reckons if Tavaga plays the minutes, uh, he'll be having Grant and Tavaga and the hookers at the end. Yeah. Love it. I love Jazz. Depending you know, on, my man. It's just the minutes, what... minutes for me. <laughs> like He was very inconsistent last year with his minutes. His PPM's always good. But yeah, 65, like those, 70 minutes. Yeah, with, yeah. with the other ones, top. like Cook and Grant, you are, know they're going to play. Are you. you wasting it if like there's only, what, five well, I've got second ja- rows? I've got Jazz, I've got jazz in my back row just, just because like, those hookers can probably go just as high as any other back row, but there's more positions in the mm. back row that I can slot him into. Yeah, yeah. there's only two hookers, so it's always hard. All right, um, Mitch says, surely Bennett will use Arrow the same way he did in State of Origin, front row rotation, uh, and Peter Elza says the word is Cam Murray is getting the lock spot, yeah. so yeah. we can expect Arrow to be going into that front row rotation, so if that's the case, is Arrow we get in your front row, seeing as how we're moving no. on? No? You're going to use me. him as a stepping stone, maybe through the front row? I think 50 well, we'll minutes out of him's enough. We'll go through the front row? Yeah, I reckon, let's do it, who All you right. got? So your top, well, oh, I just thought of top three, because... Yeah, it's Final realistic. team, you're probably going to have three guns. You might have won enough there. I've got four. I um, have four anyway. So my top three I had, I'll start us off, was obviously Haas, Clemmer, and then my third one, I thought this is purely going to be on average for the season. They might not um, score total points, but it's Pengai. Yeah. I just think he's... His ability to offload, bust a tackle, it's just... It's, um, the the style of play that I like with Super Coach, and yeah, even if he's if he's your third front row forward, you don't have to rely on him every week, and you can just play him when he's going to be on the field, which is important. So no, I see if he stays on the field and gets sixty five plus minutes every week, he'll be up there with the best second rowers, not only the front rowers. He's an absolute weapon and very Super Coach friendly game. No, it's just it's recap. Sorry, who was that? Pengai. Tavita Pengai Jr. No, like all, all three? Who, who are you three you going with? Haas, Clemmer, and TPJ. Haas, Clemmer, TPJ. Yeah, nice, strong. Who are yours, Con? I've got Haas, Clem, uh, Takiaho, provided he keeps the goal-kicking duties all year. Yep. And strikes them well. And Big Tino. Respecting Ooh, big things out of Big Tino. Yep, so you're playing three, three of your reserves already done, so your fourth reserve is a fullback, pretty much. Well, I'm rotated on matchups, probably. Yeah, depending on who they play, whether they're suspended, whether they're injured or whatnot, like to have cover. What do you What do you aim for in total? Probably twenty two or twenty three guns. What about you, guy? Twenty two. Twenty two. Burks. As many as I can get. As many as you can get. Twenty eight. He had before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. So B- Burks, who's in your front row? Uh, I've gone the same, but I've only got Tino in there on the basis that Ken Smith goes to the Titans. Titans. Otherwise, I can't really see him. Going up too much more. Like, so who was it? Haas, Clem, and Haas, TKO, and Clem. TKO will be the front run and goal, goal kicker there, and they will score points early. I think they they've had no world club challenge. They've had nothing to do for the last thing, and they're bitter. They caught the shitty loss, man. Like yeah. and it's their own fault, but 
I think Robbo will yeah, he's probably say w- no more fucking around at the start of the year. Let's get it done like early. No, I, I don't think he will. I think I think he needs I, to change I, going forward. You can't. Well, you know what? It didn't work for him last year. So this year, if you want yeah, to go in, forward, you got to change a party in that and everything. Injuries happen to everyone every year. I understand year. that, but it's a thing of football. We all noticed oh, our super coach teams. If, if Radley, if Radley was there year. at finals time, they win the grand final. In oh, my easy, opinion, easy. Can he's the link. That's Tino is probably the safer option, but I just I just like Pengai. Well, if if Tino doesn't come to fruition, I'll be right up your boat with TPJ. Well, I'm, yeah, I had him in my starting team until today. I just got cold feet. If Tino don't come, I have got to give an honourable mention to Junior Paulo, just because he he burned me last season. I'm not touching. But him you know what? Year. He played injury. He yeah. played and, and too up flexible. until but up until the injury, he was he was the gun man. And granted, Regan Campbell Gillard took took the reins and he up. stepped up and it, it did but end he can up offload costing. at will and he can break tackles and he's skillful, big but man. If any one of them others go down, I can see Junior Paulo in my squad. He just doesn't play the big minutes for me. Mm. In saying that, actually, scrap both of them. Papali, <coughs> after Origin, Papali comes back a different beast. Yeah, I much prefer Papali. Yeah, he finishes on high. If he Junior really Paulo played sixty plus minutes, he'd be yeah. a game changer. But same as same as um, for Noah Blake and Tapao. Yeah, they're always the same. The high PPM, but they just play that fifty minute. Will, will Will AFB get more minutes at the Warriors, or you I just think, so. think that's where he's at, like? That's his minutes. So wait and see. I like him for his price, but in terms of dream team, I think there are still those. I think he'll be around 55 minutes a game. Will, he, will you see him, what do you reckon he's going to average? 65-ish. You reckon? I like him. All right. Juzzy, who are your yours? front rowers? Uh, front row, I reckon I'm going to go with Haas. I'm going to go with Tino. I'm going to go with the Fish. Fish? Ooh. No clamour. Pardon? Well, maybe Clem. Let's see how he actually fares this year. I think Safidi was probably stronger than him last year, and I'm sort of but counting. But he, he's not going to play Origin, which might help him because he's not going to get rested. You know what I mean? He might. He might if his form. Might, if his form stops. Super coach wise. Yeah. If his form stops, not he'll still play Origin. So, no, like oh. I'll see. I'll see that as we go. Look, Clem's a unit, and I've gotten on him the last two years. So there's a good chance he will end up in there. But I think I'm definitely going to be looking at the fish and Tino, and I will have had those two from the start. That's the plan. So if I can avoid trading them all season and they can literally just be set and forgets with my hookers, mm. I'll be cheering because that meant I'm very conscious of trades this year. Yeah, so well, I think I think Tino could make a bit of money, but I don't think he's definitely a dream team keeper. Like he's got, got the potential, but man, he's yeah. big. D- dude. Depend, well, it depends if he's a leader. If he's if he's like a young Haas, uh, sorry, if he's like if he's like Haas in the fact that you know he sort plays of, seventy plus minutes a game though. Yeah, which I don't expect Tino to be doing. I think Tino but needs at least sixty-five yeah, a week to be relevant, even at five hundred k. I well, to be an elite top three, it's it's hard. It is. So moving on then, second row. All right. So second row is we nailed it down because you get more positions here. We have nailed it down to top five. So I'll start us off. I had Maddo, Lolo, Crichton. I think most will have those three. And then I went McInnes and Gerbo as my fifth. Um, I just like the consistency. I'm all about safe base. Um, McInnes makes you 50-odd tackles and at least 10 runs a game. Same with Gerbo. Gerbo's probably the most um, consistent with his minutes. He always plays big minutes. Um, if McInnes plays hooker, but he's not making 10 runs a game. 
He was only making ten runs a game because he got moved to lock and was forced to make those runs a game. Yeah, and I don't think he'll he'll be playing nine personally. Well, if he no. gets the shift to, to the Sharks, like they say, he's. Playing I think lock. even if he stays at the Dragons, he'll even spend spend time at lock until unless the comes back, might push him back to nine. But well, is that on the case that McCulloch comes to yeah, you guys? Yeah, th- I think year? I think McCulloch's gonna about mid February. He'll be coming to the Dragons. All right, fair enough. I reckon I'm going the same as you personally, but instead of Jerbo, uh, I think I'm probably going to have Jazz. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I just think Jerbo's got the more con- solid minutes. It's he I does can rely on him more. I've got, like if you, it depends how many like Pengai, um, how many players like that you have who have the tendency to miss games. You don't want too many of them. Yeah. It'll also depend on uh, you know like where the seasons are at at that point. If Manly have got no hope, I'm not saying Jerbo will have given up, but if New Zealand's in with a sniff. You know, Jazz will still be out there fighting bloody hard. Jazz will fight hard. Yeah, he don't week, care. No Even if what. they're getting beat 40 nil, he's still <laughs> out there he's with a terrier. And I think that's why I want him, because he's just yeah. a more He just man. does it no, week in, week out. Like, ever since I started getting him, I was just like, these kids are weapon. Weapon. Absolute beast. Yeah, but they're bored AFB, like the Warriors. It's, I don't know, the minutes are just, i oh, wait and see. Oh, I'm liking this, to be honest. I'm liking the fact that you're not on it, because it means we're going to have conflicting opinions throughout well, the year. I, I think Jazz, and anything over be... 55 minutes is 70-plus average. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, did you give yeah, your I five? I think you can get that 70-plus average um, more consistently. Yeah, consistently. But a 70 your... plus average is a 70 plus average at the end of the year. It doesn't matter how you get it. Yeah, yeah. but the person that plays more games, you're going to get more of that average. Yeah, yeah, true. Con, so who, who's your second row? Um, I've pretty much gone the same as you, Juzzy. I've got Maddo, Gus, Lolo. Yeah. I think you can not start with Lolo at his price. Cheap yeah. as he's been three years. Um, and then Jazz, Gerbo, and DFAF. Mm. I think we've. Tommy oh, back. He's, he's thrown in a sixth. <laughs> yeah. Jerbo will just go. Uh, Another level. Tommy back, AFB gone. There'll be more reliance on Jerbo to actually take some hit-ups and stuff, not just so much ball play. Yep. And with Tommy there when he does ball play. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. And then David Fafida, he's, he's just an absolute animal. Super coach gun. He's, as very, long as he stays fit. I'm very curious to be watching him this year and see what he's... And especially with, I think, the Titans going to go to that next step. They won't be in top eight, but yeah. 12 to 8-ish kind of thing. I think he'll thrive on that. The halves connected last year. They started to play well together. I think he can feed off the back of that. And then Brimson coming off the back of him. Sky's the limits for Davey. He's, and remember, he's quick. It's a question of can Brimson keep up in support if, if he's making yeah. the line breaks himself. He's, he's just a yeah, weapon. He's, a, he's very quick. He's Who's a big boy. Well, I've gone the same as yous with the Gus Matto Lolo Jazz, but I've gone. Well, I've got six as well. Yeah. I've got um, <laughs> Tofu because he goes and uh, he just goes, and it's for you, Rickstar. He always does right, his job he, every he, week. You know what? I know they've bulked up their rotation, whatnot else, but he's just there every week. Like ground, I think he got two fifties all year last year. Mm. Other than that, pumped out seventies religiously and. We every week we spoke about Tofu Harris. None of us jumped on till too late. Yeah, and this year I'm ca- I, I, I'm really thinking about starting with like if him, if not Jazz. Like if I can't, I want Harris as well. Well, I he doesn't him, just stick to his edge. He'll, he'll float into the middle and he'll make those middle yeah, tackles he, he, and those middle runs if need be when everyone else is getting a bit tired or whatever. He'll get in there and he'll do the dirty work. Well, as well. you find like Angus Crichton does yeah. the same shit. Exactly. Uh, and then the other one's Mitch Barnett. 
as long as Connor Watson, as long as Connor Watson don't push him out of the lock like I'm here and everywhere, which I think it'd be a waste. Watto's a great fourteen, which it's his detriment. It's, it's yeah, he's too good at, at too. He's good at different. He's not great. He's good at different positions. Which the best is, position probably Hawker. Yeah, fair. it probably is. Yeah. But um, Watto, Watto, there's talks of him pushing Barnett out, but Barnett can if he can seal himself into that thirteen, he's another one. Seventy-seven. Well, I'm pretty sure week, I heard in their leadership group this year that um, both Clemmer and um, Barnett, Barnett weren't a part of it. Well, that sure, I heard. I'm pretty sure uh, Blake Green is in there with Ponga and a couple of others. Well, I got told the reason Clem didn't. Need it is because he doesn't need it. It's because he goes out and does his job every week, and that's what um, Adam O'Brien come out and said. He goes, yeah. he doesn't need to be part of that group because people just turn around and watch him do it anyway. I personally don't um, read too much into the leadership group. When you've got eight captains, what's the yeah. point in having a leadership group? It's half your bloody team. The captain's the captain at the end of the day, and the leadership the group's just you know, piercy. No, he's not. He's not no yes. more, mate. No, he's not. Who's your captain? <laughs> He'll send you a text about him, innit? It's going to be Blake Green, I'm telling you, and he's just coming to the club. It might be, but uh, I'll give it to Mitch or KP. I'd, I'd give it to probably Clem. If, if I had a sixth for a second row, my um, honourable mention would definitely go to Nathan Brown. He's kind of in the jazz and the yeah. penguin mould that he might get suspended or he's probably hurt. Yeah, as well. he's, that's he, he's got but the double bogey. But his average yeah. is always going to be good when he does step on the field because oh, he always takes it at 110%. If you could get the metres that he ran... To get Before the ball, he hit, yeah. the ball. Mate, I'm telling you, the bloke runs 450 <laughs> metres a game. But, um, but on Mitch Barnett, if he gets close to 80 minutes, he'll probably be at he, least top three bro, second rows just, in the game, if not the top. Just watching him. Play 80, I, I think he can. I think he's well and truly that. got it in him. Just watching him last year, like Con rubbished him a couple of years ago. When he first came to the and, club, and, and I hated he, him. He had that lull there for a bit, but he has, man. He's turned around. He works hard out there, and... He's good to watch too, man. So, oh, oh, he's got really that little bit of mongrel about him too, which you got to have in the middle. Someone's got to have that mongrel in the middle to yeah. intimidate. Well, I had it. I finished the year with him last year, so I, I, I had him in my side. He done good things for me throughout yeah. the year. So, can't add Nathan Brown too. I remember. I did. Yeah. All right, yeah, boys. All right. Didn't really help me much. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so, just over the forwards, just from the listeners, Matty Egan reckons Haas Clemente BJ as well. Um, Daniel Hand, Paulo, anyone? Um, yeah, we went through. Big Junes. Yeah. Matty Egan said he's only going to start with two of them, though, and then look to make cash, get the third one in. Yeah, this is eventual. Yeah, this is a final team. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is our deal. If, you, if right. you start with three of them, you're cutting your throat somewhere else. Yeah. That's it, but that's what he's saying. He's going to start with two mm-hmm. of them and try and not trade them out. Uh, Scott Smith, uh, he says, the Chooks playing their assault like a Melbourne Cup, come home yeah. strong, not quick out the gates. 100%. Uh, Harrington Rick, Didn't work last year Rick Just Sir. like our bedroom stories eh? Nah, <laughs> there for a bit <laughs> uh, no, de- Definitely just come That's about it um, It's like come out the gates Yeah well, we're, we're done uh, Rick <laughs> Harrington uh, Reckons max 55-60 minutes for AFB Over at the Warriors yeah. um, With his PPM he'll still score well yeah, And at his price if He's still get, priced well If he can get 60 minutes He'll be up in the 70s Mm-hmm. Same with Tapao. Him and Tapao priced about similar, that five thirty odd. So and I'd much rather either of them over Tino personally, but they're they're more proven. Uh, Rick Harrington says that's why I like having Jazz at number nine, so I can switch between him and McInnes in the second row. 
Um, Mr. Leggy says, uh, are there any concerns with uh, McInnes after today's news? Now, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, words come out today that McInnes is going to be going to the Sharks in 2021, has no respect for the coach, has heavily fallen out with the coach. Big question, as the Dragons man in the room, are we going to see him at the Sharks in 2021? Well, it all depends if Dragons get... um Mac Mac or Pete. Um, yeah, it just all depends. Will you take out. anyone? In terms of my... my <laughs> well, I, it's hard for me because, as you know, Mac, Mac is my favourite player at the Dragons. Mate, well, he's, he's your captain. spark. And so I, I, I was in the boat, as a lot of Dragons fans weren't, um, that I was actually one that wanted to keep Mary. And no one, no one was with me. Everyone wanted Mary gone. And then anyway, Mary got shown the door and I remember Macca put up I think it was 70 tackles in that game. Yeah, Mary's he's a monster. Game. He he gave me his jersey after the game, yeah. gave him a hug, had a cry with him and everything. And, yeah. and then, yeah, ever since then, now the new coach has come in and is going to get rid of him, but he's going to have a lot of pressure because you know, the squad's not the well. Like, I don't know what he's going to be able to do with it. Oh, it's going following? through yet another, you know, no doubt, uh, NRL rebuild phase for this club. It would it would help massively if um, DeBellin comes back. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, I think it helps the game if he doesn't know. So let's just move on from he's that. He's playing Parramatta football. <laughs> Why does it help the game if he doesn't? If he's not innocent, he's not innocent. Though. Yeah. Anyway, so, we're, no, we're not right. going down that so, road. No, 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 no. I've still got plenty more to get oh. through here. Um, Rick Harrington. Uh, Jason Simmons says, Tino and Difa Fida, won't they get each other's points? It's like, no, nah, I think one's going to be front row, one's going to be second row. He means on the field, like in terms of stealing. No, nah, see, I'm, I'm hoping on the sa- they're on the same edge, and they're going to be. No, nah, Tino will be lock, mm. I think. So they're going to be you working as weapons edge. together. I, I think. In the middle. I don't think they're going to steal each other's super coach points. Personally, nah. I think David Feeder just creates his own shit, does what he does, and Tino should just be that worker in the middle and hopefully dive across for a few four pointers, close to the line. Alrighty, uh, Dan Hand says um, that yeah, he has been scared off McInnes given yeah, this Daniel, news. Daniel, how you going, buddy? I, yeah, but back back on McInnes, I personally He's... wouldn't be scared off. I think look, he was always going to play eighty at the Dragons, and he he just makes tackles and runs all game. Um, it's a question of is he, he going to get the game time under this coach Cronulla, if they're beefing? Yeah, that's what I mean. Moving to Cronulla, I still think there's a lot of time up for grabs. Um, but what if he stays really... at the Dragons? Will he get the game time? Oh, I'm, yeah, well, wor- I'm got, worried about that. Yeah, so, we've got not much else to choose from. Yeah, but if, if, if it's a catastrophic incident with the coach, though. Yeah, that's it. If he's already signed 2020 at a different club. 2022, he, yeah. He, yeah, him and the coach aren't getting on. I can't see him playing 80 every week, even if he is their best player. No, you got to look to the future. You've got to look to 2022 and, and onwards. Young, you like, but we, you know blood, what? Blood football, and a few people now, right? Football is a business today. It's not like the old that days. results count. To, and, and let's face it, he... He's the same as Jazz. He's going to not dog it. No, he never and, does. And I think the you board can't. above Hook will say, fuck yeah. no. You can't doubt He's heart. our man and you can't waste. You can't just waste him what on the bench. What if McInnes doesn't go out there and give it the way he oh, should? He's a football bro. You're a footballer, man. You want to just stand there next to your mate. You know what I mean? Just because you and the coach aren't getting along. But mm. them boys are fucking tight. Like They've yeah. lost plenty of games together. You know? I think the They've dogs beat a couple him. too. <laughs> <laughs> right, Isaiah Karuna uh, agrees with you guys. He says Barnett all day. Yeah, I love that. Um, and Phil J. Polio Polo says uh, thoughts on Raymond Fatala Mariner. Massive fan, but needs the tries, man. He needs yeah, the he tries. Like, didn't he score like six in twelve games? Fuzzy. Last, 
Well, he scored some ridiculous amount of tries last at the end of last year. I don't personally. But he's he he's. He, you know what? If he, anyone's going to score tries for the dogs, it, it's him. It's him. That's right. He's the one looking for him, man. Like no one else was there to run the line. No one else was even putting their hand up for it. He literally was doing it. And I'm not going to say he's not a good option because this year we got better him. halves and shit. But I think if, I'd wait. if they can secure Burton, I think he really comes into calculation. I yeah. still wait a couple of weeks because Burton's had no preseason with him. As it is, Flano's. Still a young half, ran three times at the Roosters. I'm not sold on you know? Flano. Oh, look, He's if a he a gets trap. a running game, I'm Don't not buying Flano. him. But Who's going to be the 5 eighth at the Dogs? I mean, now that Avrilo's the talk. Avrilo, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Uh, and I, I think outside Avrilo, he's not a half. He's not a draw in. He's Put a runner. roll through a line kind of thing, so he's, that's what's going to hurt Fuzzy. He's fast, Avrilo. Yeah, I think that's his, his. Yeah, so he'll do the runs himself. You want Flano to be setting up Raymond if he can. It's not going to be happening. All right, yeah, halves now, Bang. Let's go for it. All right, so halves. Obviously, you can only have two halves. It'll be nice and quick. I was Cleary and SJ. Cleary, Munster, maybe Luai. Uh, Munster's, you can't, can you get Munster no. half? Oh, oh, sorry, I'm just talking halves. No, halfbacks. No. Two halfbacks. I'm not going to have two halfbacks, I'll tell you now. I'll have, I'll have one. You should. I'll have a dual position, five-eighth, halfback. Yeah, that should be SJ. Is SJ you know dual position? Mean? Who's that? Yeah. Yeah, SJ's your man. Well, so you're the same, Cleary, SJ. Yeah, Cleary, SJ, Munster. And then a cheapy dual position. We'll go 5-8 now. At either one. Yeah, yeah, as, as enough for my fourth to be able to allow the interchange to happen. I'm, I'm only playing well, I'm, two halves a week. I'm probably going to do that too. I'm probably going to have Cleary, SJ, Munster as my three halves with a cheapy dual and just rotate if need be and switch and switch. And, and same Bergs? Nah. I've got Nathan, SJ at seven. Oh, Nathan SJ. Yeah, seven. so everyone virtually had Nathan SJ. Who's so got? if everyone's got Munster at six, who's no, the other six? No, I don't. Six? I don't have Munster oh, at six. Munster? Uh, that'll come if he gets the goal kicking yet. But if Pappenhausen gets the goal kicking, I'll probably let Who him slide. Who are the other options I'll, then? I'll go uh, Young Brown from Parramatta. Dill bags. They love me some Dill bags. Dill bags has gone from strength to strength since he started lacing up the boots. Man, last he's year he's gotten stronger and bigger, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's Moses just getting had, better. Moses he's, had no tries this last year. That don't mean shit. Dill bags. Dill bags does his own thing, and I've gone Luai. I can see Luai only getting better and better than he finished. He finished the year so strong last year, Luai. Hey, we're lucky. He did. That is the price is because if he started the year the way he finished, we couldn't buy him. Yeah. He'd be up yeah, there. Yeah, but with do you think Penrith can go theories. as good as they did last year? Uh, look, I, one I, better, mate. I don't think that really matters. Are they going to win eighteen? Eighteen or seventeen in a row? I just think, I just think Luai will be more involved in the games than he was last year. I just, I, he found his feet in the team, especially and with that edge of kick out Crichton, Crichton and Toto now on the end of it. You know what I mean? Like he's pretty just, scary left hand edge. Probably, oh, don't get me probably wrong. the scariest in the game now. If I'm going to go with everyone else, and if you're right, if dang it wrong, if I'm right up there in the top thousand, like Munster's the shoe in because everyone's going to have Munster over even one of them two. But if you're looking, if you're looking to pot on, neither of them two let let well, people down too much last year, especially towards the end. Well, my five eights were Munster and because uh, I put SJ up at halfback with Cleary, so my five eights were clear uh, Munster and Cody Walker because he scored. 200 points in a game. No one's ever done it before. He's got that high ceiling. Um, I wouldn't be confident just having him as my sole 5'8", but to yeah. swap him on matchups. Um, I reckon Luai's getting a look in for me. I think he's going to take his game to another level this year. 
Bro, he finished so strong. Like I just can't, I, I can't forget how good he was. I think he's going to own that left hand side with those boys, and he's try assist and line break assist. You watch. I think I can remember probably three hundreds in the last six or seven games, yeah. or even close to that, or something. You got to remember, it was really it was his first season last year. Like his first was, proper owning the jersey. Yeah, know? yeah, right. Like in that position all year, eighty minutes of game time each each week, and. You saw by the end of the season, he took his game to another level. Come round 12, man, he was ready. He was, even probably before that, but come round 12, he went on a run. And yeah, well, he if did. you didn't have Luai, you were behind the game. If you'd sold Luai for that couple hundred grand, instead of waiting to hold off for him to go gangbusters. He did, he just took ownership of that team. Uh, and and Burton, Burton stepped up as well, but... Luai was the one that was controlling it at that point. Yeah, injury saved games. me from keeping him last year. I think I was about to sell him, but I got injury, so I couldn't. I had to hang on to him. And then Jeez. SJ went down and I had to play him, and he tons up and then just kept going. Yeah, I ended up holding there, on to like, him all season and playing him a lot of weeks. And, yeah, did, did me quite That's well. what I've noticed. We haven't hit on the list this year, boys. I know it's hard to pick, but everyone's a solidified player. There's no start to finish chief in here. Like there's no, no, no one earmarked. It's hard. To, it's hard to pick a cheapie. Yeah, it's it. probably yeah. hustle that year. Yeah, and it's going to finish in your bloody fish tank. Even then, people like Hustle and Akora, we didn't pick at the start of the year. We were going to finish with them. We just knew we were starting oh. with them at that oh. price. I think we had a bit higher expectations of Hustle than most other cheapies we've ever come across. There's so much raps on him, eh? Like, yeah. Uh, right. Scott Smith reckons Ash Taylor's going to have a good year. Uh, so he's, he reckons... I'm he, down for that. If he kicks goals, he kicks goals well. Time out. Yeah. I owned Ash Taylor last year for um, about a month or two. He laughed um, at me for having Ash last in my year. initial squad last year. Yeah, this year's totally different. His confidence come back. Jamal Fogarty helps his game a shitload. And if he gets DFAF outside him... <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot more riskier than saying like a Munster or, you know, one of the other premium options. Yeah. Next one, Josie. Got another one there. Uh, yeah, Andrew Barkworth reckons if Watson plays lock, he's his five eighths to start the year. Yeah, not a bad call. I like yeah, Watto. It just depends that. on his minutes. It's again, it all comes down to minutes in that in those forwards. I if can't see if he yet. plays lock for me. He's my second hooker. As a new, you, you know Newcastle's team. You know, you know it. Do you just have a fourteen? Yeah. Just have a good 14 that can do Tex what he Hoy can do. Watto or Tex Hoy is a So, but do you have, like, if if you move Watto to 13, do you have another guy that can cover what he can cover? Like, he can cover 13, well, 9, that's, that's when 6, you, that's when you probably have to 1. Your bench, probably stacked full of middles. So, if something happens to Watto or something happens to someone else, Watto fills in there and someone comes on into the middle rotation. As a Newcastle supporter, where do you want Watto to play? Nine. Not as a super coach. Nine. Well, you get rid of Jaden Braley. Yeah. yeah, and put Tex Hoy at six. 100%. Yeah. All right, boys, I'm going to throw a left field half at you. Tell me if you think uh, they might end up in your team by the end of the year. Jerome Hughes. Finished good. Oh, con perked I, I mentioned him last week. The way he finished the year last year, he finally found his feet in the halfback role. The only thing is, he's probably not going to get the service off Cam Smith. This year, Harry Grant's gun, but he's still not going to give you that 99 out of 100 balls out in front. You're running where Cam Smith make you run pretty much. Yep. Putting you where you need to be. Yep. So I think that'll be a detriment to him. And also the fact that 
most people, well, me along as a lot of other people, think that Cleary's a must-have and you're happy just to run with one half-back, like Juzzy said, for a little bit um, and then try and get a jewel maybe as your benchy who you can just have as cover. But, yeah, if he comes out and sets the world on fire like he did at the end of last year, scoring a double every second week or a try. I think he's definitely a pot of half to be I starting think, the season yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. Because if he, if he comes out and starts strong, and he's the one that, yeah, you're not hearing mentioned too much. No, nah, not at all. We know the storm is solid. Um, yeah. Cam Smith goes, somebody else is going to have to step up apart from Munster to that attacking role too. And he knows the systems. Yeah, so I, I think, think Craig's going to send a lot of it through him <laughs> with pa- Gr- perhaps in support. you got Grant there too. But yeah, I know. Grant's going to fill that void pretty good. Yeah. But Gr- Grant's going to drive that ball forward. Melbourne are really good. Hundred percent. Melbourne yeah, are really yeah. good about doing real quick attacking plays. Harry will be driving that ball up the park real quick, and then it's a question of which way does he flick it? Does he go left or right? Munster or Hughes? And if it gets to Hughes, he's shown now that he can do it. He's shown now that he's confident in that position and he can control that right hand side, and he does. So, yeah, one to watch for the year for sure. All right. All right, we'll move on to center wings. This is where it gets interesting. I've got so, like 12 of them. Top five. Okay, <laughs> we're going to narrow it down to top five. Actually, we'll go six because you have four on the field. We'll give you two reserves. So, I went Nofo. Brian, my boy, always going to be up there. Oh, to Yep. Lomax. Crichton. Bradman Best. And Katoni Staggs as my six. I like the sound Katoni. of it. I like the so, sound of that for sure. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I, I really like the look of Bradman Best. Um, I think if you can get some... Newcastle have a very nice draw. Um, and, yeah, if you can just get some quality ball, he'll definitely score some points. If Staggs doesn't kick goals, is he still in calculations for you? I, I wouldn't. He wouldn't be on my top four. Yeah. Um, my top four would just be Nofo, Toyo, Best and Crichton. Lomax and Staggs would be my kind of maybes. You're not worried about Toto and um, Crichton now playing on the same edge, taking points nah, off each other? because I'm, I'm with Juzzy, like with the Lua thing. I, th- I think Penrith are going to have a lot of points down, down that edge. Um, and, yeah, I just... I love Toto as a player. I'm all about those base stats. He takes a lot of work. Now with Mansour gone, he used to do that as well. I don't think Charlie Staines is going to do that. As he can't. Nah. He can't have that nah. work. He's, like he's the going source. to be their kick target, and Toto is going to be their wrecking ball. Yeah, not, he's not much. He'll of a always passer. at least have one hit up in a set, if not yeah. two. And he's got the ability to bust, bust a tackle, offload. So if you get to try as well, you know you're going to be seventy. Or Are you worried now that we saw scoring from the other side that he's going to continuously kick to Toto? get the chase down there, get him as he catches the ball to take him out of that, bringing it out of their set. No, because then he'll play the ball up. Someone else will take it and he'll go again and have yeah. another run. That's yeah. what I love about I think, him. That's yeah. it. I think, I think if they tr- start trying to do that too much, um, it'll be people like Kicks that'll get back there real quick and be taking that second <laughs> Come run. Come on, man. Nah, lazy. That shit ain't but happening. No, I've seen him do <laughs> that. <laughs> Edwards, Dylan Edwards will do it as yeah. well. Yeah. Dylan Edwards will take that first one, but... He'll go again. That's what I love about Brian. But and yeah, Katoni Ed is a maybe. Same with Lomax. He's very um. He had a real breakout season. I just don't know if he the ball back just it up bounced again. to him. Like when it was ever kicked or whatever near the line, the ball just seemed to bounce into Lomax's hands. Yeah, the fifty fifties yeah, went well. every yeah, time. Every single way. time yeah. it wasn't a fifty fifty. It was a ninety ten. It just seemed to bounce to Lomax, and oh. he just got the tries. Like who are you looking at, Con? Center wing. Who are your center wings, Con? 
Uh, I've got Nofo, To'o, Tupo, and Crichton. Same as you. Oh, I didn't have Tupo. No, but uh, To'o and Crichton, I mean. Yeah. The same. And then I've got my fifth. Um, if Val can get to what Val could do, he'll be strongly considered. If not, yeah, I'm hoping KP has blinder and puts best away for 20 tries. Yep. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sold really on um, Val. Cowboys. I. I just think he's he's not that cheap even. But I just think even if he has the goal kicking, he um. Yeah, I just think there's there's better options. I I personally think I just don't think I Cowboys will be bottom four, and not scoring that many points. Same with the whole Avarillo and the dog situation. Even if he does kick goals, like. I'm not sold that he's going to make money, and if it is, it'll be very slowly. Yeah, yeah that, that's it. It just depends whether they can come out, whether they can click and find some form. Um, but if they do, I think Avarillo and Val will end up in mind. Because if I can have a five-eight and a fullback mm. sitting in my centres, along with Toto, probably Staines and Nofo, mate, like rounding out my five in in the centres, I think I'd be pretty happy with that. But it's all going to come down to form especially with those dual position players. But I'll be looking to have probably two dual position players, whether they be, you know, fullbacks or second rowers. Um, and, yeah, two to three gun, just highest performing um, centres. Tupu is definitely one to be I, keeping I an eye on I personally well. don't like Avrilo oh, wait. at 5'8", because I just don't think the dogs are going to have enough attacking points in them for Avrilo to thrive off. If he was playing fullback, yeah. on the other hand... I'd probably be snapping Avrilo up straight away. All right. Uh, I've gone just virtually pick them apart, but I've still got some differences. So I've got Nofo, Tupo, Val. Shit. Stags, <laughs> Campbell, Graham, Best, and Talakai. That's pretty solid, but you guys are all forgetting one that I feel probably shouldn't be overlooked this year because he had a breakout season last year. Moz. Justin Olam. Oh. In the centre wings, he was an absolute beast. He's got to be one of the strongest no, centres in the game. He still didn't average that great last year. Yeah, he, that's it. Is, it. is it going to reflect into his super coach? I know his average wasn't great, but you look at probably his last sort of six, seven games, his average was, was getting I up think there. I, I think he's probably one of the top centres in the game NRL-wise. Just not I a super don't coach. I translates as well to super coach as most others. Because he doesn't, you don't get a points for doing some of the crazy the things he does. Shit. The, 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 yeah. the thing that's burned into your head is the way he smashes people or the yeah. way he hits it up and he, he throws them off. There's well, no reward. The way he saves tries, man. The way he's there in support with Ado Car and the way he saves tries and busts tackles. See, but a you lot don't of get, it you don't get points You don't for. get the points yeah. for. Man, I really wish they'd bring in try savers. Well, I'm sure they did. I thought, oh, I thought well, they, they tried it a couple of years ago. I don't yeah. know if they kept Maybe it. Maybe points for like held points up, or something. Yeah, is, three but. points for held up over the line kind of shit. But sometimes you've got six people holding them up over the line. But so. it, No, I'm talking about the try savers. The yeah, one, I know. You know the what I mean? Like, ones. like the one where KP came in from a, like where the fullback comes across from halfway across the field. And does a Billy Slater. Yeah, exactly. To just nail someone straight into touch. Oh, we, saw one in the grand, we saw one in the grand final the last game. Yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd love to see 10, yeah. 15 points I'd, coming for that. I'd, like they say, saving a try is just as good as scoring a try. Yeah. Exactly, right? Uh, uh, okay. Fullbacks. Uh, fullbacks. Fullbacks we'll finish with. Um, Teddy I, Turbo. Yeah, get two, yeah, I think same with everyone. Teddy is, Turbo. Is, nah. is, is he unanimous? No? Nah? What, you're putting KP in there? 
No, he's going Pappenhausen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think there's four that Pap- you can pick no, no, two no, no, out you, of. No, yeah, you can only pick two. Though. Yeah, but that's what I mean. There's there's two. four. Well, I don't know yet. Yeah, but you want to. That's what you're. I'm I'm back in Turbo and Puppy. Are you picking KP over AJ? I'm back in Turbo and Puppy to out average Teddy this year. Ooh, big call. I know. I like those, but and if Ponga can find KP, bloody Teddy, blind Newcastle, Teddy reliability, he'll be the best fullback in the game. He's got more skills than any of them put together. Let's be honest. He's he's the man with that forward pack. If Cameron Smith, by some way of God, ends up at the Titans. AJ Brimson would have to be one oh, of the best definitely. fullbacks by the end of the year. It would definitely be in the calculations. Like, yeah, 100%. If Cam Smith goes up there, I think I'm starting with AJ almost. AJ yeah, well, if, if Cam Smith plays for the Titans, you've got five probably to pick from. At the moment, I've got it at four. Either Turbo, Puppy, Ponga, Teddy. I'm probably not going to have Teddy all year, much to my regret. Alrighty, Rick Harrington reckons no nofo this year as their halves are complete shite. Um, yeah, fair call. Yeah, Isaiah, you, know what, you know what? They got their team's not that much different to last year. Uh, no Benji, no Elijah Taylor. Yeah, but he does what he does. He kick, he gets the ball and returns it hard. Yeah, yeah but you want to know how their team's vastly different score from last year? Tries or whatever. They don't have Harry Grant. They do not have that explosive number nine. I mean, Jacob Little is going to have so much pressure on his poor little shoulders. Oh, he's do you remember why no one wanted Nofo yeah, last year? Yeah, but you had Harry year. Grant last yeah, year. Mate. All right, do you remember why no one bought Nofo last year? A few people did. Yeah. yeah. But do you know why majority of people didn't buy him? Price. Because he was Six hundred and something thousand dollars. Worth now, it. He didn't have these people the year before. No, what? No, what? Nofo. The beauty of Nofo is Nofo racks up half of that, more than that, in base. That's what I'm saying. He's still viable. I know. He's still like probably very... looking at a fifty. And every now, weeks. every now and then, he goes across for a double, and just you know what I mean. Like, That's what I mean. I, I think I think he scored seventeen or eighteen tries last year. I struggled to see him scoring ten. Yeah, fair year. enough. All right. All right. Should we move on to trivia? Uh, yeah, I reckon we should move on to trivia, and then we'll get into the uh, All right. interview with so, uh, with Wilfred. Bergs versus Con. We'll just play first to five is the winner. Okay. Anyone going to keep score this week? I'm going just... to make my score now. I'm already on two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> first question. Con. Are we going? We're not oh, buzzing no. in. All right. You can buzz in your names. Let me test the buzzers. Con. Con. Red. All right. Nice. Okay. So. First question, who was named man of the match in the 2013 Rugby League World Cup final? Bergs. Bergs. Who do you think? 2013, the World Cup final. I'll give you a clue. Scored He's Australian. No, no clue. Scored four yeah. or five tries. Had to have been straight. I'm pretty sure it yeah. was Val Holmes. Val Holmes is incorrect. Con. Yeah. Um, a stab. I'm going to go. <gasps> I know who the fuck it was. Oh. Tossing up either Billy or Cooper. No. Nah. Bong, you're wrong anyway. Stain, really? wasn't it? No, it was um, JT, the legend. Yeah. All right, next question. Still on nil all. Joey. In, 2000, in the 2000, and, in the just 2000 <laughs> Rugby League World Cup... <laughs> Australia defeated which team by a record score Connor. of 110 to 4? France. Connor. Yeah. France Bergs. is incorrect. Russia. Russia. Yeah. Bergs is on one. Good job. Go, right. Vlad. Next question. Which Penrith 
Panthers player won the Clive Churchill Medal in the 2003 Connor. NRL Grand Final. Luke Prittis. Bergs. Connor. Ah. Bang. One to Connor. One all. Thought it was the house. All right. Next question. Who is the 2017 or who was the 2017 head coach at the Gold Coast Titans? Connor. Connor? Neil Henry. Neil Henry. Good, good, good job. Two one. Two one. Oh, Don't sorry, give sorry. me one each. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Which Newcastle Knights second rower and team of the year remember retired in two thousand and ten? Connor. Steve Connor. Simpson. Steve Simpson. Good job. All right, next one. Who was the two thousand and ten coach for the Canterbury Bulldogs? Connor. Connor. Steve Folks. Steve Folks is incorrect. Oh. Come on, Bergs. 2010. 2010 coach for the dogs. Bullfrog Moore. Kevin Moore oh, is nice. correct. Good job. So where are we at, two all? Two, two three. Oh, all right. My way. Next question. <laughs> Your way, yeah. Who was the top point scorer for the West Tigers 2016 Connor. season? Pat Richards. Pat Richards is incorrect. 2016. 16, 16, 16. Have a stab, Bergs. Top point scorer. Uh, Mitch oh. Moses. Mitch Moses is correct. Really? <laughs> what a great stab in the dark that was. Jesus. That's why Paravorti. It's a bit of a trick question. Anyway, next one. Who was the top try scorer for the Knights for 2016? Connor. Connor. 16. Bergs. Hold on. I'm going to go. Was it the Ross Dog? The Ross Dog oh, it was. White Lightning. White Lightning. I knew it was White Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever know the Ross what? Dog, Jazz? No, 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 no. Why, why, you never knew the Ross Dog? No, he missed, he missed oh, the Ross Dog, geez. unluckily for him. Go back and watch some of you. Yeah, you need to watch it. White Lightning, I like it. It's self-proclaimed that he gave himself that nickname. Oh, even better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, next question. Which Penrith Panthers forward won the Merv Cartwright medal in 2016? Connor. Connor. No, he's only really won. The James Fisher-Harris. Incorrect. Berg's free stub. 2016. Is that a yo? Bum no. Trent Merrin. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. No, no points for that one. What Dali M? Who won the Dali M Award in two thousand and ten for top try scorer of the year? Connor. Connor. Two thousand and ten top try scorer. Yep. Shit. In two thousand and ten. Nathan Merritt. Stop tapping. Nope. It wasn't Nathan Merritt. Was it Brett Morris? Brett Morris? No, no one got that. It was Aquila. Ah, oh, thriller. Uate. <laughs> All right, next question. He won all three years in a row, I think. Who was the Melbourne Storm's second captain? Connor. Connor. Second, Matt Orford. Matt Bergs. Orford, incorrect. Matt Guyer. Matt Guyer, incorrect. It was Robbie Kearns. Oh. Glenn Lazarus was the first. All right, no points for that one. one. Next question. In 2017, Cameron Cullen joined the Sea Eagles from which team? Do you remember a Cameron Cullen? Vaguely. Nah. I think he might have been a hooker. Is it a Super League team? Uh, No, no, it's an NRL team. He joined the Sea Eagles from another NRL team. Connor. Yep. I'm going to say Storm. Storm, bang, incorrect. Dogs, incorrect. It was Gold Coast. 
Never heard of him. All right. Must have made much okay. impression. <laughs> One for Bergs. In 2002, how many wins did the Bulldogs Cross achieve? Bergs. 17. 17. Good job. I buzzed him first. Did you? I don't know. I no thought way. it was. No way. It's four each. It's four each. I'm bringing out me broom. It's four each. You'll have to get Jazzy to check the fucking audio, but he's got no time. Let's go. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Next question. Who... Was awarded the Dallium Top Try Scorer Award in 2009. Connor. Connor. I'm going to go Akula. Akula? It was Akula. Was Bergs. it Nathan Merritt? It wasn't Nathan Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Who was the top try scorer last year? Josh, AJ. Alex yeah, Johnson. Alex Johnson. That was Brett Morris. <laughs> yeah, you should have let me have a guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. No one got that. Uh. In oh, I'll get this one. Which legend is known as Puff the Magic Connor. Dragon? Connor. Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff Ooh, the Magic Dragon. He's stumped. It's got to be. I always cut him off, so that way my answers are already out there. Is it Jason Smith? Jason Smith is incorrect. Oh, <laughs> it's always Con- Puff and Bagger's um, head. Norm Proven? Puff the Magic Dragon. It was a dragon and it wasn't Norm Proven. It was Reg Gaznia. Reggie. Yeah, yeah good old Reggie. I was just thinking because Jason Smith always yeah, had a bunger hanging yeah. out his mouth <laughs> like in the train. Yeah, it'll be a dragon player. All right, next question. we still got to get with someone to get it. Hey, what was Rod Reddy's position Connor. with the 1997 Adelaide Rams? Senna. Connor, Senna? You sure? I'll lock it in, Eddie. It's not right. Bergs, have a stab. Was it six? Rod Reddy, the 1997 Adelaide Rams. He was the head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, that's a trick question. <laughs> All right. Which North Queensland cowboy was inducted to the club's Hall of Fame in 2015? Connor. Connor. 2015. Yep. Is he a Santa? He's a back. That's my hint. Matt Bowen. Matt Bowen, incorrect. Paul Bird. Bowman. Paul Bowman, incorrect. It was Matty Singh. Matty Singh. Fuck. All right. Jeez, it's taken us a long time to get the five here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to four each, all right. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Which club legend played for the Canberra Raiders in the 2016 Auckland Nines? Connor. Connor. Jason Croker. Jason Croker is correct. Bang. Con takes the win. Con wins four. this round. Good job, Connie. All righty. Should have had that days ago. That is yeah. trivia. Yeah, probably. Trivia for the night. What are we up to trivia now? Trivia for the night. We've, uh, we've got a special guest joining us on the show now. We were joined uh, a little bit earlier on by uh, Catfish from Wilfred. the Supercoach Champion podcast. Um so we're going to put that off for you now. Uh, I apologise. We had some tech issues. That's why we started a little bit late. That's what uh, we do, but You'll notice that the, this audio might be a little bit hard to listen to. There's a sort of uh, echo on Wilfred's voice. Um, but hopefully you can just pay attention to the, the clear track coming through. Um, anyway, enjoy. All right, 
welcome uh, uh, to Supercase 360, oh, Wilfred Z. How you doing, mate? Good thanks, good thanks, thanks for having me on. Good no, thanks, good thanks, thanks, thanks for having me on. joining us. I mean, I'll be honest, Bergs is the uh, the mastermind behind this operation, but uh, you and I are meeting sort of for the first time. I mean, long time listener, first time caller. You know how I'm, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, Bergs has sort of put all, all this together. So how, how do we not start the year off with a former champion? You know what I mean, like. His insight will be second to none, really, when it comes to Supercoach. He's won it. He runs his own podcast. He Definitely one of the go-to and well-respected names uh, in the Supercoach community. Don't mean to be blood smoke up your ass or anything like that, Wilfred. Like, with Take all it, I don't know, man. I had a pretty bad year last year. I don't know, man. I had a pretty bad year last year. I think a people, quite a few people are off me, so fair enough, though. Fair enough, but hoping to bounce back and then... Uh, get a bit, of, a bit more respect to myself again. Both had average years last year, but they're getting added to groups left, right, and centre. I think Wilfred's second in line to um, Sangster, though, in terms of that overall top spot. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty big call. I, I think that's a pretty big call. Oh, Sangster's number one or your number two? He overtook him last year. He took him last year. No, no, Sangster's the undisputed one, that's for sure. All right, um... So how's your team looking this year, bud? Look, it's definitely. I mean, it has to look better than my team last year. Regardless, I'm pretty, pretty, um, pretty keen for 2021 to start. Though I can't wait to leave yeah. 2020 behind me. So, I hear, I hear. I did come over a bit of a wet sail, but so I'm hoping to build off the end of last year and just forget all about me BBL too, because that was rubbish. If anyone did that. But um, now I've got a couple of quick questions for you, man. Um, we've all probably got a couple, but what's your game plan going forwards this year? Like after last year having a subpar year and shit. Like I know it's easy for us to say that, and I can't say it because I haven't been a champ yet either. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, like, are you going to change anything? You got something different you're going to do? Yeah, I think I definitely will go. Back to yeah, I think I definitely will go back to my roots, so to speak. Uh, my normal strategy is to focus a lot on, you know, players with high floors and, you know, looking at their base and their base attacks. So for me, that's like tackle bus and offloads, um, focusing on that kind of area for, for my, a lot of my players. So I reckon that'll get me at least more consistent rather than taking too many you know, swings on high risk uh, players that uh, obviously can blow up in your face when you get it wrong. I've got a quick question for you. Um, the nickname Catfish, where did that come from? Uh, throw back to my high school days, actually. Uh, back when I was just, you know, 13, 14, lazy, didn't shave. I got whiskers, basically. <laughs> and it's just stuck with me since then. So, yeah, back before catfishing, um, you know, wasn't such a, a negative term. Putting photos up that don't look like you. That's all good, bud. My, uh, my team name is Porky's Pig. It's the exact same thing. High school nickname stuck around about a decade too long. But now it's like, ah, oh, well, whatever. Got a question, John? Yeah, I just... Yeah, that, that's it, right? Like, you like, oh, yeah, it's been 10 years that people have been calling me about that. I know people that do not know my real name. Hmm. Uh, right. three must-haves and why? Yeah. My three must-haves. Oh, gosh. My three must-haves. Oh, gosh. I think... It's really hard to go back. Go past Turbo at his price, eh? I think we all know how good he is on his day. He's probably one of the few players that can match Teddy in his ceiling, so I 
think at that price tag, you've got to take the risk. I had a look before, like 40% of the Supercoach people who sign up made teams, they have Turbo as well. So I think a bit like last year, if you if you make a mistake like me where you didn't have Appy to start the year and his ownership was like 30 40%, if, if someone like who's, who's a bit underpriced uh, can, can get off to a fly like Turbo can, I think that's going to really hurt you. So to me, Turbo is number one there. I think the other guy I will say is a must-have. I actually think Ryan Madison. Um, I think you know he was one of the most consistent players. I don't think he scored under 60 except for the time he got knocked out uh, all season. So that kind of floor plus, if you look at the Eels starting draw, I think you'll be pretty pretty excited to see. Aside from like the storm in the first five weeks, they got like four games at some uh, at, at Back West where we know the Eels play their best footy. So. Yeah, uh, pretty easy. Like the Broncos straight up, like that's that's probably the two tries when <laughs> you know, straight right? up there. So I think um, <laughs> um, I'm 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 already panicking because I think Mano running at Milford round one. That's gonna be our thing. So yeah, I think Mano is probably my second must-have. I'm definitely gonna start with and. I think third, I mean, Angus Crichton's one, always one of my favourites. Uh, I love watching the guy play. Uh, it looks like he's going to you know, definitely have an 80-minute roll on edge with the Roosters straight up. Is that cool, so, yeah, I'm locking in for the season. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm all over that too. Yeah, Angus Crichton. After watching his, just, just watching him last year, he was everywhere. Like, he was so good, man. And I, I think he'll, be, he'll, he'll probably start in my team before Lolo even. Like, oh, but Lolo at that price is still a pretty yeah, good Yeah, like, I'm not saying I'm not going to try to have both, but at the end of the day, he's he's probably my first first look in up there, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, fair enough. Do you have all that, all three of them in your uh, second row, Wilfred? Uh, right now, I, I've got... Uh, right now, I, I've got... Um, in, in light of the recent news with Arrow and Murray and all that stuff, I actually got my starting back row as... Um, Crichton, oh, Madison, yeah. and Murray oh, right now. Nice. Murray's a bit of a pod. He's a bit of a dark horse. Got any questions, Jazzy? I just think with Murray, like he's he's Bennett's confirmed he's starting lock, and you know we know that's where he scores best. Uh, if he stays away from that edge, I think it's only good for his super super great scores, and obviously yeah, that'll be good for David like Cook too. Well, I think. Uh, you know, Arrow seems pretty controversial. A lot of people seem to have pretty strong opinions on him. Uh, for me, I reckon you know he's probably priced at his lowest. So worst case scenario, he's not really going to drop much in price. Best case scenario, though, I think there's a there's there's probably a limit. You know, he might make 50 grand, 100 grand. I just kind of think there's better options if you want some money makers in there. And uh, I'd rather you know because we got to remember we got to go back to normal trades. So we're not going to have unlimited trades kind of like last year. So you kind of need to be a little more smart with that and pick some, you know, guys that you think could be in there for the rest of your, for the whole season. I don't see Arrow being in that boat yeah, at the moment. For him, man. Um, so what's always got me in the past, man, you talk about money makers. Uh, I've always tried to, to build up my forwards uh, and it's always been my centre wings that have uh, I've had to sacrifice in. Now, there's a few pod centre wings out there this year. There's a few sleeper and mid-range centre wingers. Who are the three that I should be looking at? Who are the three centre wings that ultimately I should be starting with um, to, to give myself a, a better shot, a better start this year? That's a really tough question, eh? That's a really tough question, eh? Because uh, I'll be honest, I, I struggle a lot picking hey, my centre wingers too. Um, just a lot of times. Sorry? Yeah, that's it. 
look, I think if Dan Laurie, um, he's currently from the Panthers, but he's signed with the Tigers for next year. He's, um, you know, the rumor is he's going to end up at the Tigers before round one. So he's going to be there. He's going to play fullback. And I think at the price, you know, starting fullback, yeah. he's going to be hard to get past. From, uh, uh, at the same time, sorry, Tessie New, yeah, I mean, he's locked in the play center at this stage. And I think that price tag, again, I think he'll, he'll make money for sure. I don't know if I'd be confident starting him in my center wing. He might be one of my bench yeah. if, I, if I can avoid it, uh, to have him as, my, as my, one of my starters. But I think he'll make money for sure. Um, I think if you're talking about a player who you could probably actually put in your 17, uh, Charlie Staines, we saw how he just got off to an absolute flyer last year. Uh, you know, he's got that right wing locked up this year. You know, he's going to be... You know you've got Nathan Cleary on the right side, so he's going to be uh, Cleary's favourite target. A couple of cut-out passes and chips over the top or whatever. So Stans could easily go on a bit of a you know fast start if, that, if they end up um, playing playing well what from round one. Would you like um, Remy Smith or Blake Ferguson as an alternative to um, Avarillo around 350? Nobody likes yeah. Blake Ferguson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't mind Fergo. I know he was rough last most year. Of last year, and I think I just have to start with him again this year because he's he can't he's only got one way to go. Surely, right? It's a numbers game. You'd think he can only go up from here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're backing Mitch Moses, yeah, I mean, you're backing Mitch Moses to have a better year as well. And I think there's some chat that Wonga Blake might be moved to the left side. So that's only good news, I reckon, for, for Fergo as well, if he gets a centre who actually passes to him. So, yeah, I don't mind Fergo at that price. I also don't mind Avarillo either, honestly. Um, I think, you know, he passed the eye test for sure. He looks pretty good. Uh, we only saw two games with him playing in the halves, but he, he got some attacking stats both games, so he could be a bit of a creative outlet for the Dogs. But I don't know, the Dogs are a bit of a tough team to predict. It's going to be hard to see how they go. There's a lot of moving parts around. that. Just... Just quickly, because you are a former champ and our, our core group uh, are basically beginners and a couple of years deep, like none of them, we got a few pros in there, but our core group are blokes who need help. Um, but where do you get your like, where do you get your information? Like, where do you go looking for it? Do you look like on sites? Do you have like groups, uh, other podcasts that you like to go to, anything like that? Like, just just to help out our, our especially our beginners, like they some of them really struggle with where to look for and where to go, so... Um, look, I think um, Supercoach Gold, or whatever they call it now, Supercoach Plus, I think they're calling it now. Yeah, I think they changed the name again. Look, to be honest, they actually have quite a lot of information there. I think it's a good place to start. So spend spend 20? Yeah, so... I think it's 25 bucks now, but it's it's not just. Um, I think their package includes like all just not me plugging for the daily telly or whatever. But I think they actually their their package includes all of their uh, Supercoach games, so BBL and racing and, and all of AFL as well. If you play that, I think it's a flat fee of 25 for all of it. So to be honest, I think it's probably worth it. I, I actually you know pay for it myself still. Um, they have this really handy buy function. That, that's probably my favorite thing about the whole thing. You can actually see your team and you can choose, you know, which to show players that only play around How 13 or whatever that the buyers. Planning and, it just, trades. And, it's, and filling out your starting team too, like if you're going to lean that way. That was the other question I was going to ask you. Um, look, I'm only just starting to wrap my head around the strategy and the conservation of trades 
um, by picking the, the optimal starting team and the whole maybe running with enough from the get-go, like different sort of trade strategies and different strategies for picking my team at the start. So what would be your advice to someone who's, you know, like going into their third year, they know the game and now they want to sort of try and execute a season plan. How would I start? I think one thing that's important to work out is, you know, are you like a sensible trader? Are you the type that just goes hard and, and you run out before the end of the season? Or are you like a hoarder where, you know, you've, you've got like, you're probably one of the few who can max trade for the last four rounds because you've got exactly eight trades left. Like, I think working out what type of trader you are can probably give you a bit of hint as to how you should structure your team. So if you go hard and you like to tinker, um, you know, maybe you don't worry about planning for the buy straight up. If you know you're going to be trading hard, then make sure you, you trade smart coming up to the buyers so you can get numbers for your buyers. But if you're the type who likes to sit on your team and, you know, be be a bit more prepared, then you're probably good to start with, like, five, six, seven players who play the first buy, knowing that you're not going to be moving them around, barring injury, and, you know, planning a bit like that. Um, that, to me, is probably one of the ways you want to plan uh, for me, like I like to trade hard at the start, but then you know try and have a couple of rounds off where I don't, um, you know, maybe one trade for two or three rounds, and, and I, I like to try build up as much bank as I can before I hit to that first buy, and then I'll usually splurge and try, you know, get as many buy players as I can. So, you know, that's usually been my strategy, and um, it's worked well for me in the past. So, is a good time to save trades, considering that they don't change price till week week three. Oh, let me just cut you off there. No, uh, no, because if someone, if if you've got four people going up and you've got a couple just not doing what they wanted to do, you're better off getting them out and getting them in. And that way, that yeah, that way you've got that. Money, then they're not changing. But it doesn't matter. You've already got rid of two rubbish people. You're not waiting and seeing for in no week two. You're not missing out on the, those other two that you could have got in week one. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It puts you behind. You, like yeah. it. Come, re- come round 20, you're wishing you saved that trade. Sorry to cut you off. I would have forgot my answer by the end. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> nah, look, uh, I'm in the same boat. Hey, I, I definitely agree. Unless you now yeah. do round one team, which I think you know, most of the time we don't. Uh, like, I'm more than happy to spend four trades over the first two trading rounds because that, you know, getting your team right. So whether it's pick, kicking guns who are going to drop mass, mass cash. Um, or maybe just getting the right cheapies in your team. I'm using four trades if I can over the rounds one and two. Uh, there's only been one time, I think, in all the time I've played Supercoach where my starting team was good enough where I thought I actually can only spend one trade here uh, because I, I got all the right cheapies and stuff like that. So most of the time I'm tinkering, I'm changing four players over those first two weeks. My last question. Um, you said before center wing's quite a volatile position and it's hard... Um, my rank last year was so good because I got the likes of Mansour and um, Low Max. Low Max. Those people had Man, those kind of um, people. In terms of your overall dream team, who are the top five centre wing um, you'll you finish think with? you'll finish with? Uh, I think definitely, uh, think definitely uh, is going to be one of them. Um, the way he's, you know, he's just, his base stats just incredible. I don't think he's going to score as many tries this year, which is why I'm going to stay away from him at the start. Uh, so he's definitely one of them. 
Oh, that's a tough question. I think there yeah. could be a lot that changes this year. I think Val Holmes has obviously got the potential to be there. I, I think he's one of the guys, if I was going to pay up for, he's one of the guys I might roll the dice on because of the fact that you know, he's got the goal kicking. Uh, he's obviously been, you know, he, he came in underdone last year and uh, he couldn't have a lot of improvement in him. Not saying he's going to get back to like 2017, 2018 levels where he was just absolutely on fire, but I think we'll see a better Holmes this year than we did last year. Uh, yeah, I think he'll, he'll definitely be full back for round one. I'm, I'm be surprised if he, anyone else is there. I think they'll be down. Oh, I think they'll go all right. It, it, I mean, it's a big unknown for sure. It, it, I mean, it's a big unknown for sure. I think you'll, yeah, he'll probably be better regardless because if you're going to score points, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty integral to it. You noticed and last then, year his first couple of games, like him and Drinkwater combined yeah, well early. That, that left-hand side, they just tore it up down there and you assume that would just get better. Well, Morgan should be back as well. Yeah, and fit. Yeah. And fit, fit. Hopefully. Well, he was unfit all last <laughs> year, I'm pretty sure, right? as well, Morgan as well. Yeah. So, he definitely struggled, that's for sure. Uh, look, I think Lomax could end up there, but depending on, I mean, I'm a bit worried about the Dragons with what's come out recently, uh, all the news today. Like, if the Dragons don't go well, um, Lomax might struggle a bit. Um, honestly, I reckon Daniel Tupo's going to finish up the top there. He missed a lot of last year, so he's a bit of a forgotten name, but if you check, like he, he finished like on fire when he came back into the team, so he's one of the guys I'm pretty keen on. Uh, I mean, there's some rumours that Stephen Crichton might play fullback, which I, I'm finding quite surprising, but if he does, he's definitely going to be up there for me as well as a potential to finish top five. And I think the last guy I might mention is Brian Tall. I'm a big fan of his. I think he'll pick up a lot of the slack that um, Mansour will leave behind, uh, having moved to the Bunnies. Um, you know, they need someone who's going to who's going to keep trucking the ball up like Mansour did. Tor did, did his fair share as well. So I think between those two, those couple of guys, um, I, I reckon at least two yeah, or three of them will finish up the top. I'm a big fan of Brian. I wish I could afford him to start off with. But... I think Edwards would be very hard done by to lose fullback spot after the year he had last year. Yeah, when he was on the field, he was good. He barely drops the ball and he does his job everywhere else. So yeah. I know Brian's a freak, but he's going. Yeah, I agree so. with you. No, they would even be to you. No, I agree. Edwards would definitely be hard by hard done by that's for sure. Yeah, the other well, the other centre wing that I thought was gonna be in the top I think, who Wilfred did a mention was um Bradman Best. What are your thoughts on him? That's tough. It's it's always hard That's tough. It's it's always hard because, you know, he started off really hot, but come the end of the season he was actually bit yeah. I thought it was a bit mad, honestly. So whether he was just kind of playing injured or whatever, I'd be interested to see how he looks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the Knights, depending well, on what I, they do. I think Bradman, he do needs Ponga to fire. Without Ponga going down there, creating them spaces for him, then there's nothing there for him to do much, you know what I mean? He's just an average centre. Like, not average, but no. he's just a standard centre. Whereas if, if Ponga's constantly tacking down that left side... That's constant threat down there, and then he's, I think he's viable, mm. a very viable option. Yeah, all he needs on Ponga. It he's, does. If he doesn't yeah. come out and have, you know, if Ponga had the enthusiasm of a Guffo or a Tedesco, you'd, you'd straight up sign a Bradman Best. But he gets lazy Pong, you know, and 
Don't get me wrong, it's all about picking and choosing no, your yeah, moments. Yeah, it's spurts and that's about it. It's about picking it and choosing your moments, but you got the likes of Teddy and Pappenhausen and they like energise the bunnies, man, chasing, you know, they just everywhere the ball is, yeah. they're there yeah. and they're non-stop. And well, that's it. Ponga's probably more skillful than both of them put together, but he just... Hasn't got the work rate. Right. He needs to realise that he just needs to get Bradman best one-on-one with the person and the bloke will run over him. Oh, he's a tank. He's yeah. an absolute tank. No, and my you. mention there in the centre wings is the only... I, I like Talakai, but I don't know what they're going to do with him and how they're going to work over there at the Sharks, but... How do you not I start? Think we SJ, well, I think he's I think he's better than Nakora. I don't think Nakora does as much damage running the ball, whereas Talakai at least can break the line on his own. But you can't get Nakora it's on a wing. Yeah, I know you Nakora, can't. But that's what I'm saying. I know he does, that's but he's not getting him off SJ. SJ's not there to get in and hit the hole, so Talakai can create his own space. I just don't know what they're going to do there. You can't move Wade Graham, and if they do release the Dragons, release McInnes early, you can see him. Tinkering a bit of lock and hooker and so I don't know. I like him, but Talakai. Yeah, there's a lot of question marks there for the Sharks. I think the base is too low. There's some chat that that Hilt, that Wilton guy might actually be in line to start on one of the edges. So big, big question mark there. I think Nikola yeah. definitely went backwards last year. He's really disappointing. Thought after his hot start in, in 2019. So I, I don't know if Talakai yeah, is due back at the moment. He's still. It, it, yeah. yeah, so that'll be a big watch on that, and um, I, I think he'll probably get eased in off the bench, so definitely a mid, well, mid-season. I had him last year, very much like Jazz Tavanga of old, like he was getting me 65s off the bench. Like he did have a couple of weeks where he got like a 40 odd, but yeah, he relies most on weeks, weeks pretty heavy, but, yeah. and, but he's there to get it, he's, he's thirsty for the points, like he's looking for tries, he's He's well. He's willing to put the body on the line. Like he's he's a viable off. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't pay four eighty five for him off the bench. But if he can jag that starting spot coming back, I'll free up some coins straight away for him. Because he's gun, man. He's gun. Yeah. Center winger. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys who. I mean, when I think he first came into grade, he was rather mediocre. But yeah, look, he really came on last year. So keen to see if he can keep it up. That's for sure. Cleary, or if not, who's your best option apart from you? I think if I, if I can afford Cleary, I'm definitely getting him in. Like his, his floor is just insane. Um, if next best option probably is Cherry Evans. Uh, if if Garrick's not on the team and Cherry Evans gets yeah. the kick again, that'd be ideal. But I just don't know what's going on there. So that might be a teamless Tuesday kind of decision. If there's no Garrick, I definitely think you could viably start with DCE instead. Because I think um, the last four games or whatever, when DC was kicking, he averaged like 13 points in goal kicks alone. So definitely some points there. Uh, he'd be on the prices for sure. Like, um, like for, well, firstly, where can people find you like on your own podcast? And what other podcasts do you do like to find out your info for Supercoach? Do you have any podcasts you favour or any you can spear our beginners into? So the podcast I, I co-host is the Supercoach Champions podcast. You can just Google us. We're all on um, Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts. So, yeah, pretty much all the main platforms. Um, as for, I mean, I try and listen to as much as I can. Uh, I know that's not always possible. I, 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 you know, I can't catch every single one, but I, I'm the type who likes to you know, listen to as much information as possible and just work out what's relevant for me. 
that doesn't work for everyone. So I think just figuring out what suits you. I know some people like you know prefer to stick with one or two sources and just get all their information from there. Uh, I know others who you know they've 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 played Supercoach long enough that they can just listen to as much as they want and then just sift through and keep what they think is relevant and you know be able to play it themselves. Uh, it just depends how experienced you are because I know a lot of the starters will just listen to say like Tom Sangster and. They, they don't get that they need to listen to Sankster's advice and then work out does yeah, it actually make sense for their team, whereas they just blindly follow on. So, um, you know, there's there's all sorts of podcasts out there, which is great. I, I think it's fantastic. The more content we get out there for Supercoach, the better, because I think, you know, you see with, like, say, NFL fantasy, the amount of um, stuff they have over in America, uh, it's just insane. And I think, you know, unless we get more and more podcasts and more and more websites out there, dedicated to doing super coach and, and even NRL fantasy I think we're not we're never really going to catch up so I'm really excited seeing obviously what you guys are doing and um, you know the new podcasts that are popping up more and more uh, I just think yeah listen to as much as you can work out what you what clicks for you and what works for you I get that different people have different preferences uh, I don't have an issue with that like honestly just got to figure out what works for yourself and works for your team yeah Bloody cheer and thank you Wilfred for that. Um, that was awesome of him to give up his time all that for the guys. Um, just quickly want to touch on the odds tag game that we're having on the 21st of February against the Supercoach Experience. Um, boys, hanging. We need a couple. I think we need one or two more mm. runners for our team. Um, so if you if, want, get a hold of us. If any listeners out there can run 100 in under 11 and a half seconds. Get on to us. We want you. <laughs> um, you could be paid. We don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, looking forward to that one. So that's in a couple of weeks. Hopefully we get enough numbers and enough people down there to make it a good day. So that would be awesome. Also, going to give the bag. Are you recording? We are. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give the bag to the Corys. Harawira Naira, who was a cheapie. I was looking at having him as a cheapie. And the horse uh, got done drink driving. How the fuck? Like, this day and age of Uber and shit like that, it should just be a requirement to have it on your phone. Especially if you've got 600 grand in the bank or whatever, <laughs> they get paid. Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, so they get a bag. Cause they've thrown some spanners in the works now for super coaches. Yep. Um, I so, both of them in my original draft. Yep. There yeah, you know. Looks like I'm going to have neither of them. Yeah, well... I don't, I don't know what how they both been done drink driving. Were they both in the one car? Are they both dragging down the street? Like what's what's happened? It's separate incidents. Who knows? But going streaking. Did they leave a party? High range is no good, but no high range and you're in trouble. So they won't probably won't play at all if they're high range this year. Especially with his prior incidents. Yeah, well, he got off that, didn't he? Which one? The schoolgirl incident. Oh, that wasn't. Yeah. That was just. Yeah, it's, that was just, it was just poor, a bad look. That was just yeah, yeah poor on the legal. Reputation like, to what, the club. What, 
Nothing yeah, legal. And then like. he's and then he's gone and done that. Like I think I think Ockenball is in more wrong than him yeah. anyway. So uh, yeah, well, there's only bad reputation to the dogs. Which let's We've be honest, you anyway. can't tarnish that any further than what it is. No. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> it's it. Dogs players do that. Family club. Family club. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. So that's the bag. That's all. Just tag touched on for the week. Alrighty, uh, I just want to quickly uh, shout out, if you haven't already, make sure you join our overall group, uh, which is 303639. Anyone can go in that one. Uh, we've got a few alleged cash comps running as well. Message the page uh, for information about that. No, we've that. worked that out. We've, don't worry about messaging the actual page. Just email, email us. At supercoach360podcast at gmail.com. So just send us an email. Make sure you put cashies or allegedly in the uh, subject line so that way we see it and uh, we'll get back to you. We've got a, what do we say? A 15, a 25, a 50, and a $100 league. We've got a 50. Classic. And then we've got a $50 draft league as well for those people who are interested in in a draft. Now, speaking of draft leagues, we're gonna we're gonna do a bit of a draft this year, and I was hoping you guys could sort of talk me through what goes into it because we had a little bit of a try last year. Um, we had some internet issues, but also I was overwhelmed by the whole experience. I mean, y- you know what players you want, but then they get picked very quickly, and the more people that are in your draft, the harder it becomes. How do you go about planning for a draft? What position do you actually want to be in the pecking order? What are the ways to go about it? How, what's a good number to have? Like you, Con guy, you you two are a bit more versed in in the draft experience with Supercoach, so I was hoping you could you know just enlighten enlighten us as to what we can expect getting into a draft this year. Share the love. You want me to go? Yeah. Um. Well, I think you got to concentrate on those positions where there aren't a high number of. Viable scorers, like your halfback, I think, is number one position. If you don't get Cleary, you're behind the eight ball already because the next one's Cherry. 10 to 15 points lower already. Mm-hmm. And I think you got to go your fullback, hooker, 5'8", kind of thing, where there's slim pickings, and try and get the best ones that you can of them available early and then fill in the rest after that. And I think you can leave your centre wings till last. But I think Cleary's got to be your number one pick because he's just so averages so high above the next player. Not Teddy. Where Teddy uh, is the most expensive, best average, but I don't think he's going to be fifteen points clear of his next nearest rival. But he'll still be. He'll still be more than Cleary, <clears throat> so he still makes him a better option than Cleary. I I don't think so. Not if see the way he's looking at it is to cover Teddy. He's still got the option of Pappenhausen, Ponga. Turbo, and Turbo, RTS, Gutho can have the, his good weeks. They they can Brimson. semi stay up there. Whereas they're going to be ten or fifteen points lower than Teddy. I don't think. I don't not, think they are. Not, not, not if Pappenhausen kicks goals and if Turbo if stays, Turbo fit, stays he'll beat fit. Teddy. But the point being, they're they're picks number one and two. Mm. Now you've got say six guys in the comp. Normally there's twelve in a lot. Well, well there you go. Ten, if but they're picks pick, one and two. So what happens if you're the twelfth pick? I mean, you're going to get two picks in a row as it goes up and down the line. But then you're not going to get a pick for another 20 or, you know... 22 yeah. picks. My, yeah, so you're going to be waiting a little while um, by that stage. You're, 20, you're 23 picks down before you get a yeah. pick. You know you what I mean? you just got to take sum up what's been taken, sum up what's left, and just go with your gut. I, I kind of, yeah, just go for... Um, 
Like, I, I kind of just put my players in tiers, kind of what I think they're going to average. So I might have, you know, 65 to 70 range or 55 to 60 in players. And just, yeah, try and see... If you can pick two or that's, three that's from the top tier. Before yeah, the draft, you have your list of hookers, say seven, eight hookers or whatever, then you have your list of front rowers, your list of second rowers going down, and then as they get picked, you just cross them off, and you go down to the next on your list, and you keep working your way down that list that you've made yourself, mm-hmm. and then eventually... So how many forwards, for example, should I have on that list to spread across my front row and my second row? Because I only pick 17 players, yeah? Yeah. 50, maybe. 50 front rowers. No. I mean, not even. Oh, and second rowers, didn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, between the two of them, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah see, 54. I'd have me 20 front rowers and maybe, yeah, 30 second mm. rowers. Because you got 12 blokes in the, in the draft and they've got, what, so they're only going to pick two forwards each. But even then, you're going to need 25 Well, not necessarily. Forwards. Yeah, but they then see... there's always cheapies and stuff left who you know that are going to play. It's more about It's more about thinking, you know, uh, who's who's undervalued and might yeah. go late? Who you can pick up, kind of thing, you know, and always have them as a backup option. Yep, because a lot of people they'll just pick the next highest person on the list. Yeah, a lot of people do a draft order. So before, like it's a pre-draft thing, they put just an order of players, and if they don't select it, it'll just be their next best player. Yeah, so they order. pretty much start at the highest average from last year and work their way down. Where if you think about it a little bit and do a bit of research on who's left clubs, who's joining clubs, who's, who's looking injured. at an improvement, you can kind of get the jump on a few people that way. Well, that's yeah. another thing I like to look at when I was drafting, even though I did it last year, but I try to look for players that don't get injured as much and still sit around the average that the gun that everyone's after is going anyway. Like, well, for instance, Mitch Barnett last year was good to have up until them last few rounds when he got hurt, and... No one even looked at him. He sat there. I think he was in the waivers in, in our one. So, like, no one looked at him at all. Well, that's it. Not even that, but even someone who doesn't really crack over 65, but doesn't really drop under 45, if you can have them all year... Solid. Rather than someone who plays 10 games and averages 70, you've, yeah, you're going to have the jump durab- on. Durability is a key factor. It Definitely. is. Spe- like, you, everyone can say, oh, like, let's jump on, like, Jazz or Nathan Brown or something like well, that. Well, I jumped straight on Tommy last year thinking he was fixed with the foot thing. Remember, yeah. I, I jumped straight on him. He was my first pick. He, and it yeah. was like, well, I'm running my whole season off him. I could have had nearly anyone else I wanted, but I jumped on Tommy because I'd done my homework on this injury and that. And it's one of them things, like, that That can cripple your thing as well. Like, And other people as well, some people in their head have got their players that they want, and they'll miss out on a on a house or whatever or something for the sake of getting their player down here, and then it's like gold for you, you know what I mean? It's like grabbing them two top-tier players that you really should have only got one of, mm. you know what I mean? But someone's obviously got a favouring for someone else. Jewels are also handy as well because you only got a squad of 17, so you only got four on the bench, so you can't actually cover every position if you yeah. don't have jewels. So they also are quite handy as well. That's it. A dual second row, front row or something on your bench and then a dual 5-8 halfback. McKinnis. And maybe a dual centre fullback kind of thing on your bench. They're invaluable sometimes. Yep. Okay, cool. But yeah, if, if, if for those listeners who want to um, give it a go, um, yeah, just send an email through to us um, and we'll probably create a WhatsApp group for those people in the draft so yep. everyone can communicate. 
Speaking of, Kane Anderson says, Hey, Con, uh, sign up to Messenger already. Hey, bud. Um, I'm trying. I'm getting there. Well, he's, sa- he's saying he's getting there, but he's not really taking any active steps. We've set, <laughs> we've set him up. That's true. So that way <laughs> he should be able to respond as the page, but he's been set up for that for about two months. Jazz is going to download the app on my phone before I leave tonight. And you can download it right now. It's called Pages Manager, mate. I've just created a new group because my free group got filled. My free league, sorry, got filled. So I've created a new group so I can give a code out for anyone else who missed that first one. To jump into my second one. Yep, sweet ass, cool. Uh, Should I read that out now, or do we save it for Ron? Garrett, you got it. Now. Read it out now. Right. Well, my other free uh, league is it's twenty man league. It's three one zero nine nine zero three one zero nine nine zero. If you've jumped in the first one, please stay out of this one, and we'll try and fill it with other people. If not, we'll go from there. Thank you. <laughs> That's like a voice. Uh, voice. That's the end of the ad. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brought to you by Harrington's Coffee Love. <laughs> Down there in Melbourne. Don't know where to park this week. Do your own research. Hey. Get on the Facebook page. Hit Rick Strap. Have we got any questions to finish us off, Jazz? We do. I'm just going to pull them up. Bergs, why don't you do your shout outs while I grab the questions up, man? I've got the questions here if you want them. Uh, well, yeah, okay, cool. Just on the draft, I'm probably going to create a free one. For anyone who doesn't want to jump in the $50 one, yep. we're uh, going to create a free one. Just Adam so Robertson fun. definitely keen on and that. And we'll go from there, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either way, just send an email through to us with um, yeah, whatever whatever comp you want to be a part of, whether it's classic or draft, cash or non-cash, and we sh- we'll try and sort you out. I hope you all rang Josh from Palm a bit last week too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you right there? Yeah, mate. Uh, all right, so questions. First question tonight comes from Michael Carver. He says, thoughts on Matt Lodge? He's cheap. Um, he's also got Hetherington and Ryan James, Moses Leota. He's torn. So what do you reckon? I've got Lodge ahead of all three of them, all four of them. In all right. And he come back from an ACL yep. before last year when he did his ACL and was affected. He was averaging 50-odd. I was fucking reading so he was off to the Warriors. He's well underpriced, I think, in my opinion. I think he's got $200,000 at least to make. He's coming back from an ACL, but... Is he, is he, is he still in favour up there? Because I read somewhere, I'm pretty sure, over like, the break. That I don't think they can afford to get rid of him. Nah. Got no depth with an old head. Last year, he was going to be captain until all the old bulls come out and said, Oh, you can't make him captain. Well, Kevy's one of them. Indiscretions, right? right? No, I don't think so. So, yeah, I think he's safe, and I think he's a great pick-up at 299k. Right. All righty. Jacob Laws, thoughts on uh, Raymond Fatala Mariner as a pod? Uh, we sort of touched on that earlier. Yeah. Much. If, if, if the halves are firing, um, yeah, but... I'd wait and see the two weeks and maybe downgrade to him if, if someone at higher ups yeah. less performing. Leaking cash, yeah. I think Burton's the key factor there. If they get Burton, yep. If they don't, no. Yeah. All right, Dan Hand, do we really expect Watson to be named at 13? No. Nope. For the Knights? I don't. If Probably I, a 20% chance. Who's, who's going to be named at 13? Barnett. Mitch Barnett. Sweet as. Mark Hindle, now McInnes has signed for the Sharks. Is he a buy or not for this year? I, I don't think if he stays. Look, he'll still give his everything. I'm just not sure what they'll do with his minutes. Yeah, it's a question whether the coach is going to be letting him play or whether he's going to start... You know, giving him 50 minutes and blood and new players and testing out new players. and. But if he goes to the Sharks and, and plays lock. If yeah. he plays 80 minutes the first two weeks, definitely a viable option. Yeah. 
If you see his minutes reduced straight away from the start of the season, I'd steer yeah. well clear. All right, Mick Hanley says, how cheap are you boys going in the centres? My squad looks good, but uh, pretty rough in the backs. I'm going very cheap personally. My highest, I think, is about 343000 My highest is Toto, and I think about 450000 but yeah. I'm relying on a few things at the moment, still, as TLT. Isn't he like 520? Yeah, he might be, but then all my others are about three, three thirty. Yeah, I got Staines, I got Foots, I got Dane Laurie if he goes to fucking yeah, see, the I'm Tigers. Look, I'm looking at all three of those as well. And I'm also, I, I want to grab a premium. I look, don't see Toto's my premium. Well, I'll probably if, if no, I think he will be this year. Yeah, well, I only have two people over three hundred thousand, but that's Fergo at three fifty and Remy Smith at. 330 or whatever. Yeah, see, so yeah, so we're all going very cheap in our centres. I still want to have one. I'm starting. I'm starting with one. I, I, I did I, that last year where I was, I was cheap, and then last minute I went to um, Mansell, and he was my most expensive. It was just over 400, um, which worked out really well. But, I think I've spent about 1.4 in the centres total between the seven of them. That's pretty good for for seven players. One point. All going to play like all. I'm hoping. Should yeah, yeah. At the moment, I'm thinking they will. Who have you got? Who you got there? I got Remus Smith, Charlie Staines, uh, Jason Saab, Bailey Simonson, Fundesi, Fundesi, Hayes Dunstar, and Joseph Swali. Yeah, Swali. You think he's going to get a run? Probably not. No. I don't think he's going to run. <laughs> not either. straight away, but later on down the track he will. Speaking of the Roosters, Brad Smith says, "Is the Roosters getting salary cap relief for Cordner fair?" No. Does, does this mean Manly can get relief if Turbo's legs get the wobbles or Cronulla can when Dugan busts a fanny flap? They've set dangerous, the, d- dangerous like precedent Especially for considering GI's gone to Super League and started again. The biggest difference between a Turbo or a Dugan or a Moylan per se and Gordner is he copped the last one in a rep game. I know he was already well and truly on his way to a feather tap Knocks him out, mm. but his last one he copped in a rep game, and that's what they're probably going to judge it off. So, okay, I, well, I can see them probably winning. To be honest with you, I can see him getting a three hundred fifty thousand dollars salary cap relief. Already been ticked. Yeah, they're saying is it fair? It's yeah, green lit. It has. It's been ticked. I don't. Out. I don't think it's fair because, like I said, he had six, seven prior injuries before that. Rep game of the Origin one in Origin one this year, but then how does GI get it and Cordner doesn't? Well, I think um, I think it's on the end. It doesn't matter about that. How does, they, how they, does that's Burgess different get it? From, from brain. what I'm so, sorry, how Burgess, Burgess never come it? back. Cordner's only looking at missing twelve weeks and then playing the second half of the season. Oh, okay. So so they're not getting. They're just getting. No, nah, it's only twelve weeks. Oh yeah, no, nah, get stuff. They shouldn't get anything. No. Nah. And GI, from what he came out and said in his article where he got interviewed, he. Didn't get medically retired. So I don't know the ins and outs of that per se, but they grabbed it. Apparently, he didn't get medically retired. But also, he's a brain injury boy, according to Sing Man. I, I think he should just hang up the boots personally. But yeah, the no, NRL should force the I'm, issue. To be honest, like I'm that. not across the story. I didn't realise it wasn't. I, I thought it was a surprise retirement. A no, no. Retirement. It's, it's only looking to miss in the first 12, oh, 12 okay. weeks. Season. Well, then that, that's a whole other story. <clears throat> okay, Mitch Legg says, uh, is Michael Oldfield worth a look if he gets the Eels left centre spot over Opacek? I, I find that left centre there's one bad game away from getting dropped and changed. you got Hayes Dunster. Dunster there. You've got Oldfield. You've got Opacek. You've got Takarangi still there. 
they'll have someone malingering. <laughs> There'll be always someone malingering around. But, yeah, I don't think it's solid. If he comes out and plays a few good games, maybe look at him. But I, I, I don't know. He's not trusted. Well, if Dill Bag's right. going to be all you say he's going to be, he should be in for some good stuff. Yeah, Dill Bags just doesn't pass it and goes <laughs> himself and scores some shots. Rick Harrington, does Tohu Harris interest you? Assistant coach confirmed he'll play majority middle, maybe starting on the edge, minimum 70 minutes. Very much, man. Oh, oh. He, yeah. After if, that comment, if he's going to play majority say, middle, 70 minutes starting on the edge. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I, think Rick's just in, I think he's just wait, joined wait, my wait. team. Have, have, I, have I learned how to use this word right? He's a workhorse. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he's just joined my team on that comment. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Rick's, yeah, is, Rick's is in the loop with the Kiwi connection, like being a Kiwi himself, and that he he's in all the groups. He's in he's amongst got the ear to the ground. Yeah, he's in amongst it all. So you you probably find he'd be right there. And, and you know what? You look at his performance last year, Tohu. Every week we spoke about him. I know none of us grabbed him till too late, but every week he got a mention. Man, yeah, he was just a monster all Guy? year. I bought him, yeah. Not as late. I probably bought him. Would you be interested in him this year if he's going to play majority middle not in at least start. 70 minutes? No, nah, you wouldn't have him as your I, money I, if I reckon, he's, I reckon he's just become one of my premiums, to be honest. I, if think, that's the case. I think he's only about 612. Yeah, my premiums that I'm going with are Maddo, um, Lolo. Lolo and Jerbo. To be honest, I don't think Arrow, Tohu made Arrow it into any of our final teams either. Can I be real? Can I? Are we maybe... Aren't you always? Uh, are we being maybe a bit too... Sold on the guns in the second row. Like, there's a lot of options in the second row this year, like, coming forward. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a few cheapies littered through there. Yeah, I think the guns, the, the guns well that are the there past. are the guns that are there for a reason. Right. So Been there, you, done it. So what, we've just got, they've got to scrounge around and find them elsewhere. Like, there's, we can't just sacrifice one or two of these guns to bring in a few of these others to strengthen somewhere no, else. I'm or you just, guns and you just got to have them. Mid-rangers, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey right. Harrier and I was the only mid-ranger that I was looking at. Moving now on. Now he's probably gone. Brian Ings, he says, Dragons seem like the most unsettled side this year. Who should we be watching to get extra minutes and the early starting spots? Jackson Ford. And Jack Bird. I'm all over Jackson Ford, I think. All right. Guy? It's hard to know. New coach. Um, don't know who he's going to like, what players he's going to play minutes-wise. You know who he doesn't like? Yeah, McInnes. Still, it's still a still business, like. though. I think it's still you still if you've got your your marquee dude there, you got to play him. Like he's the best they got. Like hands it's like down. the thing of Cody Ramsey, whether he's going to play or whether he's going to play fullback. No, I think know. Jackson Ford would get eighty minutes on an edge, and I'll be, happy. be the Nickarima of last year, other than the Cora of last uh, nineteen. Sweet I'll, be, I'll be happy for Rickster and the Warriors to take um, Dufty off our hands, but really. Definitely. At the back end of the year last year, when Duffy he was on fire, man, playing, he he was your best player. Yeah, he, uh, take oh. me, kidders. Here we go, yeah, he Ashley scores. Raymond. He says thoughts on Jackson Ford. I have Corey Harawira and I are there at the moment, but it seems like uh, he has a brick where his brain should be. Yep. So I think you're right on board with that I'm one. I'm going right? straight down from Harrowing and right Jackson Ford personally. You so save money straight away as it is. Jump so. on board, guys. Sweet as. Ross Mann, Michael Morgan, only 386k and a juicy draw to start. Thoughts? I can't do it personally. He's like burnt me so many times and he's just injury prone now. Yeah, it feels like he's past his prime. He's sort of like a moiser. There's a reason he's priced it the way he is. I, I think, think he's better. He, yeah, I think he's okay for his value. 
I think he's you know scored well in the past. Um, he's quite cheap. Um, I personally wouldn't do it because I like to spend very cheap in my five eight like with Moylan and uh, the likes, which are a bit cheaper. I think I started with him last year because he was cheap and he had potential. Bit me in the a. Absolutely. A few times. Not yeah. for me. Nah, nah, it's here. Yeah, I'm not going to. He for most of last year. Oh, no. Still, no. Nah. You say he's not going to be injured for most of this year. Last two years, to be honest. I don't think I fell for him last year. I watched Con Fall for him last year, and I had him the year before, and he destroyed my season. Um, Matty Drew, I think Arrow is a trap. Will he become like Knight did at Souths? What are your thoughts? Con's Agreed. just nodding. 100%. Yep. Oh, look, on. I'm not going to rubbish Joy Arrow. He's an origin player. He's good forward, you know what I mean? But he's no Cam Murray, and you can't really shift Cam Murray anywhere else. So. No, he'll go into the front rotation, front row yeah. rotation probably. And Tom Burgess probably played his best season ever last year. Tatola's Junior Tatola went to another level. You've got Cam Murray soaking up minutes in the middle. They've You've got, got Lee Knight also getting there. I think, in back back to the question, though, I think Jair is a much better player than Liam Knight. Um, oh, absolutely. I, I personally, I personally like Arrow at his price. You know, he's four hundred and seventy k. He won't, he won't lose your money. No, I think, but he could be too slow to try to make any money. I think he's going to be last year's Liam Knight. He'll score you yeah. some points. Is he though? Yeah, the Gold Coast had pretty much no one except for Mo for the Waker and him. If it wasn't Mo taking a hit up, Jai Arrow was there pretty much pushing people out of the way, like Gallon used to do at the Sharks. He's not going to get that opportunity at South. No, I don't think he will either. Yeah, so I think All right. Will. Frank Costanza says a year or two down the track. Frank Costanza, I love it. <laughs> but how do you see Supercoach working with Volandis confirming a second Brisbane team by 2023? With an uneven amount of teams resulting in a buy each week, it could be chaos. Uh, haven't we had it before? An so. uneven amount of teams? I'm, I think so. I'm, I'm, I can remember. I get the feeling they, they might even just... Look I think at, look at Adam go, too. Yeah, I think they'll go straight eighteen. Yeah, I think I think it's a sensible way to do it. I don't think the television, no, because the it. broadcast deals are valuable enough with seventeen teams. They need eighteen. Yeah, exactly. Because you get an extra game, <clears throat> yeah. so you can ride into a broadcast deal. A buy doesn't give you an extra game, and that's all the broadcast deal cares do about. Do we have a, the game players time. for fucking two more teams? I think we do. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we do too. I think you've got more and more people coming right. through, more do and more have... internationals being accepted. You, and into the you game. see how much talent goes to the Super League every year. There's a lot of talent over in the Super League that okay, are okay. willing to get a crack over here. Do we have the proper positions? Like, do we have enough nines to go around? Do we have enough sevens to go around? Do you have enough ones? I, th- to go I, I think I think well, we ones will. there are. I feel. Well, you've got Harry Grant, Brandon Smith sitting behind Cam Smith at one club. So there's three hookers right there at one club that can start it anyway. You're seeing these log jams in all sorts of positions at all sorts of clubs. Yeah, all right. You got Billy Britton who but left South because he couldn't get a run over Cook. That's also called their depth. You know what I mean? If you to take a, their depth to an extent, away. to an extent, but I mean they've got their depth as well, and then they're going to move and people on. These these players, these other players who aren't in the NRL squads, they're never going to get the development and the training that the NRL squads are getting unless they get into an NRL team. Yeah, that's true, especially now with the way it's gone with COVID. I think there is enough, personally. And another Queensland team's only going to improve the Q Cup as well. Where's the next one go? Central Coast, go oh, Perth, who knows? Go nah, we're War- not, uh, New Zealand. We're not hypotheticaling it uh, tonight. Uh, Mark Hindle asked for the best backs under 350k. 
Bergs. You wrote us a list out, didn't I you? I did. I'm going to go Staines. Give us five. Fondesi New. Futsatua. Yeah, I love Fussy. Dane Laurie, if he goes, only if he goes over to... Gets a start in fullbacks by Tigers. the Tigers. Yeah, only if if not, he's just not even... Sitting in reserve grade. Yeah, again. <laughs> but um, then I've got Max Fangai. Fa- Fangai. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Keefe, bro. You fucking sent me the mad shit and everything, and I still butchered it. Um, but yeah, and then there's 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 a few actually out there, Mark, this year. So you probably best just Jason tinkering Saab. around. What you're best doing is get the most expensive ones of the lot if you can and manage to do that. Yeah, to. like find your your four hundreds and your three fifties and your your yeah, high go. twos. And then anything that comes along teamless Tuesday, you can just go bang, 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 and then you and can upgrade elsewhere. Yeah, you can thicken up something elsewhere. Go Fergo if you want at three fifty k. Yeah, well, there's Fergo and Remus Smith and all them sort of likes of ones. But oh, didn't you get mention Remus? Nah, I didn't mention any of them. It's on the end of Melbourne Storm backline, bro. Oh, well. <laughs> still didn't mention him. <laughs> nah, uh, sh- 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 I believe there's one more. Then I'm uh, is Offhand Galway getting some solid game time or what? Oh, look, Big Joe O, he's... I think he will. He's had the talks about <clears throat> him, Big Joe O, for a few years. He's never really lived up the height. Well, he's gone to the Tigers now. They've lost the LIA. Charles and has gone. Taylor's gone. So there's a lot of minute, middle minutes freed up. But they got Tamo on top of that too, so... And Sean Bloor's looking at getting a crack too, so... On an edge or in the middle? Don't know. Hopefully he takes an edge. I don't think he's going to get the lock spot over 12. I think Tomo will start. Might get off Garner or... Maybe McKaylee might be the other one. Yeah. Guy's got another one of their cheapest, Stefano. Good at my... Can you say it? (laughs) Big Stefano. Yeah, Yeah. big Stefano. (laughs) Oi, Con, that uh, that league code you gave out, that 3-1-0... Nine nine zero. No nine nine zero. Yeah, is that a free draft league or a free classic league? No, it's just free, normal league. Oh yeah, you want to create a free draft league? Do you want me to do it now? No, I mean, yeah, maybe do it for next week. But someone seems keen. And uh, Bergs, I understand you've uh, you've joined a very special league this week. I have. I've joined a, like a group with just about all the other podcasts, thanks to our good friend the Doc. Um, he's gone out of his way to create like just the ultimate. Podcast, Podcast Legends League. League, where we're up against like absolutely everyone, just about in the, not everyone because we don't know everyone, but just about everyone in the podcast world. Like, like there is a list, but I fully can't find it at the moment. Sorry, but um, <laughs> I'll do my research for next week. But nah, he's gone out of his way and joined us all together in a Facebook group too, and the stuff in there is invaluable. You know, some of the the Super Coach news and so you're going to be updating chat. us throughout the course of the season as you're. Uh, Progress through that league, buddy? No, well, if I'm winning, we'll hear lots about it. If Con's <laughs> winning, we'll hear lots about it. If we're not winning, we won't. I think, I think the You'll key have to here tune is... into another podcast yeah. to hear about right. it. Right, <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly it. I think it's... If you're not hearing about it on this podcast, tune in to a couple of the other ones because got... they'll probably be talking about how they kick Berks' ass. Take your pick. They're all there. Michael uh, Savs. Um, not Michael Savs. The Experience. All-Stars. Um BJ on game day. Champions. Champions are there. Searching for Corey Parker's there. I Anyone agree. I missed, I'm so sorry. I think they're trying to get Sangster in there. Scanlon's in there, I saw that. Yeah. I think it's full. 
do love do love Andrew Scanlon. He's I'm a big fan. He's do his PPMs. Um, so yeah, this week I got some special shout outs. Um, first, why can't I connect right now? Uh, can't connect to the internet right now. Thanks, internet, to let us down. Um, so I'll do the other shares first. Um, your shout outs this week, our Polynesian brother Keith. He oh, he sends us over the uh, correct pronunciation, even though I still butcher it sometimes. Sorry, bro, for that. Um, but he he goes above and beyond, and we appreciate that. Oh, actually, he's got a quick question. Sorry, I forgot because it got cut off at the end. Um, what's the ratio for guns to cheapies and midis? Like, um, sorry, takes oh. fully off topic. I forgot the question. But um, I think load as many guns as you can. Yeah. And then fill the rest in with cheapies as long as they're playing TLT. Yeah. It's sort of about one to about one point three, isn't it? Like one gun to about one point three cheapies. Well, you can juice the cheapies. Like if you like, like we've talked about before, if you pick the right cheapies that are going on them runs early and shit, like you can buy the extra gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you've loaded up on these cheaper guys and they've they've panned out for you. You, you can buy that I mean? gun early too. Yeah, and and you're already getting his points, not saving up the money to buy him to get them points. Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? And that's, that's the invaluable bit. Yeah, so the your best bet is to just keep your ear to the ground on cheapies and if you can especially ones that are actually good and you hear you hear a bit of talk about that are gonna turn over some quick cash, then I think they're your best best bet, especially if you can get Five or six of them early, you're, you're sky's the limit, man. All I know right. you still got to litter out a few above above low range cheapies, but that's just something you have to do too. Um, all right, so the other shout outs, uh, Smiley, fuck, I didn't read out your thing. I will get to it. Um, Vowsy, Vowsy's team, man. Now Vowsy last week, I don't know if you remember. Um, give Vowsy a shout out. He's our first. Famous dude who listens to the podcast that we know of anyway. There could be others, but... Pro drifter. He's gone pro this year if he's driving. Um, but Vowsy, straight away, the good dude that he is, he got a hold of me and he said he couldn't have gone anywhere without his team and his missus. And, oh, sorry, I'll say it, her name's Kristen. Um, his team and Kristen, uh, the team at Image Smash Repairs and McGrath's, McGrath's meet... At Taree, they they look after him, they fix everything up for him, and they thanks legends. They put him back on the road week to week or fortnight to fortnight, however long it goes. Um, Petey Thompson sends me invaluable shit constantly. Um, we we constantly correspond. Uh, Wilfred, you come on, like to say thanks for that. Um, he's also got his own podcast, uh, it's the Super Coach Champion. So check that out. They got some pretty good stuff on there. Um, and the Supercoach podcast group created by the Doc himself, the one we were just talking about a second ago. It's a um, bloody good group, and hopefully I can filter some stuff out of there for you guys week to week as well. Um, also, for our shares this week, Vowsy, again, above and beyond champion. Um, we also shared in the NRL Sledging Maniacs, NRL Fanatics, Aussie Sports Legends, Peter Wynn's Footy Score, uh, Peter Wynn's score, footy forum, NRL roast banner, NRL supercoach fanatics cash comp group, NRL news site, NRL supercoach renegades, rugby league talk and memes, NRL supercoach stats, NRL diehards, NRL supercoach legends, supercoach live chat, 
National RL Supercoach Addicts, National uh, NRL Supercoach Fanatics, and in our own group. So if you are looking on social media for some resources, some people in the know, or some people that you can just sort of shoot the breeze with regarding Supercoach, make sure you look up all of those Facebook groups. Deadset Legends who let us share our podcast in there uh, every week, and they're just full of champions, uh, figuratively and literally. Well, we don't have growth without their help of letting us share that. Like every week, they get a new person onto their page who who will most likely see our thing when we put it up every week on a Tuesday, and that's how we've got bigger every week. Like as we've got bigger, we've asked more people if we can put onto their pages, and week to week we grow. So. It's all part of us getting bigger, I think, and without them, we're just four dudes weird on the lounge. So so do a little bit and share the love. Um, For people that have mentioned about the audio quality on the Facebook stream, yes, I know um, it's been a couple of hectic weeks. I've been having some tech issues. I am trying to get it fixed and back to the good quality audio. Um, I need a better computer. If you've got a computer and you're getting rid of it and you're in Sydney... I'll take just about anything at this point, so hit us up because I need a better computer to be able to bring that to you each and every week. Uh, to you know, do you want to be the face of the bag? <laughs> yeah, it's Bye, it. Jazzy, we'll, we'll, we'll name a segment after you for reals. Um, we'll do it week to week. Um, just want to remind everyone uh, just before we finish up to uh, about the ring for a review promotion that we're doing at the moment. All you have to do is search Supercoach360, find the Apple Podcast link and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do that, you go into the draw, if you do it between now and TLT, to win a Supercoach Championship ring brought to you by the good people at supercoachchampion.com or Supercoach Championship rings on Facebook. Deadset Legends. It's a great ring. Uh, Use it for your league. Keep it for bragging rights for yourself. Do whatever you want to do. Also, on that note, we have been given a very special discount code by the good people over there. So if you can't wait and you want to buy your ring now to know that it is ready for your league, your private league, come the end of the year, make sure you use the discount code SC360 when you're at the checkout for a discount there too www.supercoachchampion.com the best supercoach rings going around alrighty boys that's pretty much it from me um, two more things quickly oh, wait three more oh, three. here we go alright Con you first I've created a free draft <laughs> yeah what do you got there uh, the code is 485565 that's 485565 same spot for me jump in <laughs> it's only a 10 man league a 10 man draft so it'll probably fill up quick so First in, best in. dressed. Reserve me The draft is, sorry, for 6.30 next Tuesday before we go live on the podcast. Oh, so you're going to have to do that draft pretty bloody quick. It'll be He's done. It's, do it it's, only, it's only 30-second pick, so All it'll right. be done. Four eight four eight double five six five. First in, best dressed. Uh, Rob, I can see you on the Facebook asking for that, so jump in there and jump in there now before it gets filled up, mate. Uh, and if you listen to this in audio, Admit. good luck. Admit. Bergs, what okay. do you got for us? Um, just two things. Feel good story for the week. Uh, and uh, semi NRL related. Um, Lachlan Mariana, we all might remember Lachlan. I think his time at the Dragons and Broncos. Brisbane. Um, may have done a stint at the Titans also. Can't remember. But he uh, rescued a young boy's life at the beach. They were at training and he they seen a young fella struggling. So he went in and a couple of other teammates, but they're not recognised. 
as much as him. Um, and they don't, they want me to pay money for the full story. So fuck you. <laughs> you could have got it on the NRL. You could have got it on the NRL free. Yeah, I know, but I'd already touched that button. So good, <laughs> anyway. on, good on you, Lachlan Romana, and hope that kid makes a full recovery. Um, and then charity for the week this week. We're back to giving a charity every week. If you want to give me a charity that you want me to spruik or one of the boys to spruik, throw it, throw it to us in a message or even email it the same way you're going Super to email Co- for cash comps. Supercoach360podcast at gmail.com. But this year, like due to the, I think the demographic of our audience is like pretty much like older fellas down to mid-twenties, young twenties. 18 you know? to 45, living in Sydney, mostly men. Um, so, yeah, I've jumped on canteen due to the fact that most of us, have, some of us have got kids in and around our lives or young dudes that we know. And um, can, uh, canteen does a lot of cancer patients and stuff like that. And um, they also help people who are just pretty much struggling in between those age brackets as well. I'm sure if you're older or younger, they'd still spear in the right directions, but... It's a good thing to know, like I've said on other things, like it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen to you, you might know someone that that might happen to and you already have the knowledge of where to go and how to help them out without uh, really having to do too much work. So it's just good to be a part of like them pages and that too. Like some of the stories are uh, touching and moving stories. Even if you can't donate, if you can just spread the word and get the exposure out there where other people might be able to help out. Well, that's, that's it. Winning. Well, you know what I mean. That's that's what the charity's all about. Like, that's the harsh thing is like there's that much money in the world, but some of these people are going without. Like, fuck the homeless and that. Like, I know some of them are doing it rocking that too, but a lot of them are by choice or due to drugs or whatnot else. These people are sick kids or whatnot else that they worthy shout. You know what I mean? Like, they're probably the first of the worthy shouts before. A lot Definitely. of others, you know, like we build our whole culture and the next generation of the people that are going to take us forward. And if we don't look after them first, I guess we're pretty fucked. Yeah, see, if they can't thrive, we don't thrive. Do that. Alrighty, boys. Well, I think that's it. That's us for another week. Thank you very much for joining us here in the Coach's Box and for joining us live on Facebook. Uh, good luck with the week to come. Have a good night. Thank you very much for joining us. Stay coachy, coaches. I forgot my shout out from last week. What was your shout out? I don't remember. All right, good on you, cunt. This is why we write things down. You had a new tagline. Yeah. Oh.